SportsTalk.com now presents Mount St. Joseph University College Football. We're minutes away from the kickoff of today's game, and it's time now for the Cover 3 Financial Lions pregame show. A look at the upcoming contest and interviews. And now, the Cover 3 Financial Mount St. Joseph Lions pregame show. It is an absolutely magnificent day for college football here this afternoon in Cincinnati, Ohio. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Dave Mitchell alongside Chris Morris. And this afternoon, the Mount St. Joseph Lions, after a three-week absence from Cincinnati, are back at home on Delhi Day, taking on the Franklin Grizzlies in game number two of the Heartland Conference schedule. As you come into this one, Franklin with an overall record of 2-2 two and two overall. They're 0-1 in conference play. They were shocked in overtime, and I mean shocked, on a 49-yard field goal by Manchester in overtime last week, 27-24. to Meanwhile, the Lions, well, they're 2-2. Two and two. They're 1-0 and in conference play after they won last week. 45 to 27 at Bluffton. That's the good news. The bad news is, is that the Lions will be without their starting quarterback today, Josh Taylor. Taylor has a sprained knee that he suffered in last week's game against Bluffton, and he is out for today, and that means the freshman, Tyler Prather, has got the signal caller duties here today full time, and it's going to be interesting, Chris, as we welcome you in as to how the Lions are really going to react to having the freshman calling the signals full-time. Yeah, you talk about Taylor going out with the injury today and just kind of their leader leading off the field. And then when you look at the stats numbers, here's kind of what they're missing on the field from a stat standpoint. Josh Taylor ranks number one in the HCAC in rushing yards per game. He's 36 in the country in rushing yards. He's 57th in the country in passing completions. Um, so you're missing a big key of your offense, but... It's a great opportunity for a young freshman and Tyler Prather to make a name for himself today. Yeah, and when Taylor went out last week in the middle of the third quarter against Bluffton, Taylor Prather came in, he threw for a touchdown, then ran for another touchdown earlier in the ball game. He went five of six passing for forty six yards, and he was given the player of the game performance. He's come in multiple times in situations here in the season and he's calm, cool, and collected. And it just shows the confidence that the coaches have in him and putting him in. He had a great week of preparation. He did well last week against Bluffton in the situation when he had to come in. As you mentioned, he got player of the player of the game. He had a rushing touchdown, a passing touchdown. He's looked good today so far in warmups. I'm excited to see him, and I'm you know I'm I'm sure he's thankful for the opportunity. He comes out of Colerain High School. Everybody knows Colerain does not throw the ball. So when he landed on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University, they were pleasantly surprised at the strength of his right-handed throwing arm, Chris. And we have seen him throw some dimes here. Yeah, he's 6'3", 190, like you said, from Cincinnati, Ohio. So, I mean, he's got, he's big, he's strong, he's got a strong arm, and we're going to see that on display here this afternoon. Well, last week the Lions scored a season-high 45 points in the game against Bluffton, thanks to 436 yards of total offense. They converted 77% of their third downs. But the most important thing about 
and most impressive thing about the Lions has been their performance in the red zone this year. Yeah, they're ranked number one in the country in red zone at 13 and 13. Six rushing touchdowns, six touchdown passes, and two field goals. So really efficient in the red zone. Last week there were a multitude of receivers with great performances for the Lions. Austin Brock had four catches in the ball game for 104 yards and a TD. Chandler Kinhalt finished the game with five catches, 46 yards, and Joey Newton was able to make four catches also, totaling 36 yards and a touchdown. And that one touchdown catch that he made in the end zone at Bluffton was something to behold. You talked about Austin Brock. He He's ranked 15th in the country in receiving touchdowns with six. He's one of the best wide receivers in the conference. Chandler Kenholt's come on really big in the last few games. And like you said, Joey Newton has just continued to be cons- consistent year in day in and day out this season so far. Well, with the change in quarterbacks today, it's imperative that the offensive line play well and give Prather some time along with open holes for the running game for Mariano McKenzie and Ari Turner. The left side of that line, left tackle Sam Martin and left guard Andrew Weeks know what they have to do and we started off our pregame interview with Sam Martin telling us just what the line is planning on doing this week. I've been trying to get the kinks worked out and let some younger dudes work into the offense and uh, give them the opportunity and just trying to make them comfortable and give them the chance to kind of build into our offense and having older guys like Weeks and I makes it nice, you know, kind of lead dudes and give them some comfortability when they may not be as confident as, you know, older dudes are, but I think that definitely helps. Weeks, you and Sam have worked out now for the last couple of years on that left side. What kind of notice have you made that, that you guys are working well together? I think that we just have a special chemistry built playing next to each other for um, two years now. We were able to kind of know where each other are at um, at all times, um, be able to kind of play off of each other. Sometimes we're supposed to be in different places, and we know that we're not just because of that, and it's able to kind of seal some certain things up for each other. I think also we're able to set a physical tone for the offensive line and um, just really be the anchors that help move the ball down the field. When you come up to the line of scrimmage, what's some of the keys that you're looking at on the defense? I think the main thing for both of us is just kind of identifying a linebacker. Um, We're looking for whatever linebacker that we're working to and able to kind of decipher what the defense is going to do pre-snap, whether they're going to run a twist, run some stunts, or even blitz. I think that that's the key thing that we'd look at pre-snap. Sam, when now that you're coming into this game with Josh Taylor out and, and Tyler Prather coming in, what kind of changes have you guys had to make on the offensive line to prepare for Prather's style of play? I think uh, the name of the game now is just keeping him comfortable and keeping him confident in there. I mean, if we can keep him clean, that's definitely going to help him play a little better, I think. And I think towards the end of the game against Bluffton, you know, we kept him pretty clean. And as you saw, you know, he did pretty well and he, he got more confident as he went on with the game. So I just think keeping him clean and, you know, giving him opportunity to get the ball where he needs to go. He can sling the ball, and he can he can really put it on a spot. So I think he's going to be doing a great job for us. Do you feel like when you're coming into this game and you've got Prather playing that you've got to give that little extra effort coming in? Yeah, I feel like we definitely need to, uh, you know, like I said, keep him clean and, and give him the time he needs. But just as any other week, you know, Josh, Prather, anybody back there, we're going to do our job and try and move dudes off the ball and give them, give them time. So. Weeks, when you and, you and Martin are on the side, I know you listen for the signals from Mabe at center, but when you look at each other, do you guys have any type of hand signals or anything that you know what's going on there? 
We have a really basic form of communication with each other pre-snap. Uh, we just kind of look at each other and nod. And normally that sums up everything that we need to know pre-snap for each other. If there's uh, something that we that one of us really needs to say, we're able to, you know, we're able to point it out to each other, and that's just about it. What are you majoring in, Andrew? Um, I'm working on my master's in business administration right now. Good. And Sam? I'm in the health and wellness program with excess science major. Thanks a lot, guys. Well, Chris, the, the coaches are expecting that there will be a few more sacks in the ball game today and in the future, but that's only because Josh Taylor is quicker and able to get out of the pocket a little bit better than Prather does. Yeah, we've seen time and time again this year where Taylor's been under a little bit of pressure, is able to scramble and make something out of nothing, and maybe today we might not get that as much from Prather, but... I feel like as long as we can keep him clean, as they said, keep him clean, give him time in the pocket, he's going to find open receivers, and he's going to have a heck of a day today. Last week, again, we talked a lot about him, but Anthony Wright, what a big game he had, eight tackles in the contest, and his co-linebacker mates, Julius Fisher and John Finn, combined for 13 on their own. Yeah, our linebacking core has been playing outstanding all year long. Anthony Wright leads the team in 31 tackles. He's ranked top seven in the conference in tackles. I mean, the guy is just an animal on the defensive side. If you want to watch a guy today, number 15 in blue will be the guy to watch. Franklin opened up the season with a pair of victories. They beat Illinois Wesleyan and then Rhodes. But then they fell to Wisconsin-Platteville 44-19 just before the three-week bye. Last week, Manchester held on to the football 10 more minutes than Franklin, and the Grizz gave up only 187 yards in total offense to the Spartans, but they turned the ball over four times in that game, Chris, and that led to the Spartans' 27-24 overtime win. Yeah, turnovers are never good in a ball game. As you mentioned, Franklin's coming in here on a two-game losing streak. They're going to come in here with a little bit of a chip on their shoulder, preseason fourth in the conference, and this is a big matchup for both of these teams. Yeah, we talked, you actually said it when we were off air before the game. Franklin is fourth in everything. They were picked to finish fourth in the conference. They're fourth in total offense, fourth in scoring defense. They're fourth in everything. Yeah, I mean, they're a good to us team. We've seen them coming out of the locker room today, warming up. They've got size. They've got physicality. Obviously, the stats, they've got some pretty good um, wide receivers, got two running backs that are really good. Their quarterback's doing pretty good. So, I mean, this is going to be a dogfight today. The one thing that does play into the Mount's favor is that Franklin has only been able to register one sack this year. So that plays into the Lions' favor with Prather at quarterback. That will be something to keep an eye on as well as the day goes on. And they've got two interceptions. This game, really imperative for Franklin. They go 0-2. It's going to be tough to come back and win the title. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, you know, it, it can be the same set for the Mount if you maybe drop this game against Franklin. Depending on what plays out the rest of the way, they would potentially hold the tiebreaker over you. So, I mean, this is a big-time conference game today. You want to know how important it is that Josh Taylor is missing today's game? Last spring, the Lions won 56-19 to over Franklin, and Josh Taylor in that game was accountable for seven touchdowns. Alan Hensel in his second year as head coach of Franklin with a record of 6-5 and five overall, 4-4 four and four in the Heartland Conference. He took over 
just before Christmas Eve on December 23rd of 2019. He is assisted by his offensive coordinator, Steve McNeely, and his D.C., Ryan McElwain. Meanwhile, Tyler Hopperton in his fifth year, a 28-12 overall record, and he is 23-7 and in the Heartland Conference. I'm Dave Mitchell with Chris Morris. When we return, we'll talk about what's coming up in the Heartland Conference today and talk with head coach Tyler Hopperton after these timeouts. 100% financing is back. If you're looking to purchase your first home or need a bigger home, contact Cover 3, affiliated with the Mortgage Network. We can finance 100% if you have a credit score of 580 or above. Cover 3 has tailored finance packages that can guide you into home ownership. We'll work with you from the initial application process through closing and make sure you get the white glove treatment. Achieve your dream of home ownership. Call today at Cover 3, affiliated with the Mortgage Network at 312-248-4366. Make your dreams come true. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, whether it's spirit wear, gifts, or snacks. But the Roar Store is more. They offer everything from notebooks to laundry detergent, even brake fluid and tire repair, plus a wide range of food and drink. And it's just a walk away. It's not just a bookstore, it's an everything store. The Roar Store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Chris, there's a lot of games going on in college football today, especially in the top 25. Ohio State leading Maryland 21-3 to in the second quarter. It's Arkansas and Mississippi tied up at 14. But perhaps the shocker of the day, Texas is beating the crap out of Oklahoma right now. 28-13, just beginning the second quarter of play. We were able to watch a little bit of the Texas-Oklahoma game before we came on air, and they scored two touchdowns in two minutes, so... Hopefully Oklahoma can continue to, continue to battle back and try to make that a ball game. couple of big games this afternoon. Number two, Georgia will be at 18th ranked Auburn. Iowa is playing at number four, Penn State, later on this afternoon. Tonight, Michigan is at Nebraska, and Alabama will be playing at Texas A&M. That game will be at 8 o'clock on CBS. Well, when you look at the top 25 Division three rankings, Chris, only a couple of schools from Ohio in the top 25. North Central out of Illinois is the number one ranked team this week. Mount Union comes in at number four, and coming in at 22nd is John Carroll. Baldwin, Wallace, Wabash, and center have come up with scores uh, or with uh, points and Albion uh, they are receiving votes uh, for the top 25 also yeah I saw Mount Union travels actually to Wilmington Ohio this afternoon uh, obviously center I saw center from Danville Kentucky travels to San Antonio Texas for a game so a lot of big games across the country at the division three level well, the Heartland Conference Players of the Week last week, Daniel Heary won the Offensive Athlete of the Week out of Rose Holman. He recorded a career high of seven receptions in the Fighting Engineers 63-14 win at Defiance. The Defensive Player of the Week was Jalen Marsden out of Manchester. He uh, had a de- led the Manchester defense that limited Franklin to just 72 yards rushing. On Saturday in that big three-point win. And Andrew Kibler is the man that kicked the career-long 49-yard field goal that snuck through the uprights to send Manchester to that victory. You and got, you and I watched it on the way home last week from Bluffton, and that was quite a kick. 
Oh, yeah, 49 yards to win it. I mean, tip your cap off. Game went to overtime, and Manchester battled all the way to the end, was able to hang around close enough to make a chance to win it, and won it on the 49-yarder, so congrats to Manchester. Last week, Rose Hallman defeated Defiance. We told you that, 63-14. to Hanover blanked Anderson, 49 nothing. The Ravens have scored just two points in their last two games of the season. So that means going into week number two, Hanover, the Mount, Rose, and Manchester are all at the top of the eight team conference with one and oh records. And then comes Franklin, Bluffton, Anderson, and Defiance, and they are at 0 and 1. So today in the conference, it is Bluffton and Anderson, Defiance will be at Manchester, and at two o'clock, Hanover kicks off against Rose Holman. We're going to keep a close eye on that ball game. And next week, Anderson will be at Rose Defiance at Hanover. Bluffton goes to Franklin, and the Lions will be home for homecoming. And that is against those Manchester Spartans. It's Recruits Day here today for the Lions. They've got about 30 high school athletes that are down to the right of us, and head coach Tyler Hopper's in talking to them right now. But as is for every team in college sports, Chris, recruiting is the lifeblood of how you keep a program going, and the Lions are showing that here this afternoon. Yeah, they do a really good job of just getting out and seeing kids, especially on Friday nights and then obviously coming here on Saturdays. A lot of times on the home games, always have a big showing of recruits. So it's really good to see the coaching staff continue to grind, continue to take this program to another level. Well, we're about 14 minutes away from the kickoff of this afternoon's ball game with Chris Morris. I'm Dave Mitchell. We'll be back to talk with head coach Tyler Hopperton and preview the Franklin Grizzlies when we return after this. Changing lives is what great teachers do. Mount St. Joseph University's reading science program that uses highly effective research-based methods improved my students' lives and helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash read. Real estate investors, it's time lenders make it easy on you. And we have at Cover 3, affiliated with the Mortgage Network. This past year has been tough on investors, but we don't care. Try the no-income verification loan to purchase or refi your properties, owner or non-owner occupied. We only want leases, application, and a couple of other documents. And that gets you into the 4 to 5% range. Minimum credit score needed is 620. Contact Cover 3 today to get pre-approved. 312 Dave Mitchell, Chris Morris back here at Schuler Field in Cincinnati where the Lions are getting set to take on Franklin. I'll tell you one thing, Chris. Franklin has really got to overcome the shock of that loss last week against Manchester, and that's going to be the first thing that we're going to look at today. I think they will. I mean, you got to think they're, they're going to come in. They harped on it all week how big of a game this would be in the conference standings. On the road, a chance to make a statement game against the Mount. Uh, I, I look for nothing but great effort from Franklin today. Yeah, and when you look at them, they were picked to finish fourth in the Heartland. They won their first two, lost their last two, and after week one, Franklin was fourth in the Heartland in both scoring offense and defense. So they've been playing even, Steven, just like about everybody else in the Heartland Conference, Chris. Yeah, I mean, outside of, uh, obviously, Anderson and Defiance looking to get their first win of the season, uh, Bluffton has one win. But then the rest of the pack, a lot of them have two wins, and everybody's just trying to get comfortable in the conference standings. And, uh, obviously, everybody's going to keep their eye on this one today. Rose Holman and Hanover, all four, those are the top four teams in the conference in the preseason standings. So everybody's going to be watching those two games today. Well, Franklin is second in the league in passing offense, 268 yards a game. They're last in passing defense. They also come in with a couple of running backs, Garrett Cora and Derek Thompson. They lead a two-headed rushing attack. 
with over 117 yards per game, and they both play about the same amount of time. Sophomore quarterback Dane Andrews is completing 56% of his passes with a quarterback rating of 137.9. He's got 10 touchdowns, 7 interceptions, but he has made great strides since his freshman year in the spring. The biggest thing I see on Andrews, 56% pass completion. That's outstanding. He's already thrown for over a 1,000 yards on the year, young season so far, and then 10 touchdown passes. That's outstanding numbers. And then, as you said, the two-headed monsters of Cora and Thompson in the backfield today. And, of course, Jarrett Gibson is their leading receiver. He's caught 30 passes to lead the conference and five touchdowns, so you would think Noah Abel would be on him today. Yeah, Gibson's outstanding. He's one of the best wide receivers in the uh, conference and in the country right now. He's got 30 catches for 446 yards and five touchdowns. That ranks him at 35th in the country in total touchdowns and 32nd in the country in receiving yards. They are scoring at an average of 28.5 points per ball game and giving up 30. Point three. Tyler Hopperton has led the Lions to get off on the right foot last week with a win at Bluffton, but it might have been costly as quarterback Josh Taylor is out for today and expected to be out for at least the next three weeks, and that leaves it into the hands of freshman Tyler Prather at quarterback. Is he ready to step up? We talked with Tyler Hopperton before the game about just that. Hop, before today's game with Franklin, first of all, the injury to Josh Taylor now you're going to go with Prather. Prather played well on last Saturday against Bluffton, but how much does that change the offensive philosophy? The overall philosophy doesn't change too much. Um, obviously, some of the execution's a little different. Um, you know, some of Prather's abilities different than Josh's, and you know, some good, some bad, some different, whatever. But ultimately, it's a little different. But similar play calls and all that kind of stuff. And obviously, it was nice for him to be able to put some drives together last week and have a little confidence going into his first official start. You know, I think I almost jinxed you because at the beginning of the year, you've never had to go through something like this. So how does it affect you? How does it affect the coaching staff going into this game? Um, I, I think we've handled it really well. I mean, it, it, it doesn't help any to sit and sulk in it, right, or feel sorry for yourself. And, and Josh, just kind of like last spring with Cornell, those are the first two guys that are like, let's keep going, right? The first person to cheer for, for Tyler was Josh. You know, ultimately, we still have games to play. It's... That, you know, when the next rep mentality is what I've been hammering the last couple weeks. And regardless of who it is that needs to go out there, there's going to be 11 guys. And whoever they are have to win the next rep. Besides being a freshman, let's talk about Prather's positive aspects of the game. What, what do you see in him that can really help out this offense? Ultimately, he's tough. You know, I'm, I'm a good, bad, happy, or sad. You have to move on to the next play guy and to be able to come off the bench and just do what the position, you know, what we ask of that position. Um, is great, and I think there's mental toughness, but I also think there's some physical toughness. I'm sure there will be some freshman quarterback moments, but um, you know I think he's excited to compete, and I ultimately just like his toughness. Okay, the penalties. A lot of after-the-play penalties happened last week against Bluffton. What have you done to try to clean that up? Yeah, that game's always really physical, and, and sometimes it's hard to handle those emotions. And you know, we also had several. Um, pass interference calls and different things and give up a score and again another game of giving them almost a whole football field of penalty yardage and you know we one of these days it's going to bite us if we can't clean it up so we've been working on it in practice and you know trying to just make it more aware of you know hey with the balls out and other kind of thing for the late hits and being a little reachy grabby on defense and that sort of thing and sometimes too it's like you know some of that happens. You know, if you want to eat egg salad, you got to break some eggs. So sometimes some penalties and things happen. But, um, you know, 
uh, ultimately, we have to play cleaner football if we want to win tough football games. Manchester had the big upset win against these guys, Franklin, last week. What did you see in that game film that really helped Manchester win that game? Um, I mean, they just took advantage of opportunities, and those came in the ways of turnovers, a special team score on a, on a mishap for, for Franklin. So ultimately, you never know what, what the gift is going to look like. You just got to unwrap it and take advantage of it, right, if, if they give it to you. And um, I was talking to their head coach this week, and they, they played a good game. They played really well defensively especially and, you know, hit a 50-yard field goal to win the game in overtime. And um, it was definitely a big win. But, you know, getting our guys to see that, you know, Franklin's a talented football team, but kind of in a similar way for us, you know, in, in some of these games is, you know, for me, these coaches get paid too, right? Mm-hmm. These coaches get paid to beat me on Saturday, just the same way I do. And so, you know, they're working to that. They don't feel sorry for themselves of losing last week. They're coming to to, to come here to beat us because that's what they get paid to do. And ultimately, that's what those kids are going to school to do is win games on Saturday and work to that. They don't feel sorry for themselves of anything, you know, they're really coming after us this week. Franklin's got a two-headed running back duo in Cora and Thompson. They, they seem almost identical. they have any differences the way they run the ball? Um, slight, but I, I think they, they've done a really good job of finding their type, you know, or at least embracing the type that they have. Um, and they definitely kind of change their runs based on what their guys are good at, right? So, you know, the style of run, a lot of stretch plays and things because those guys are good at kind of hitting that outside track and then breaking it up when there's lanes, if those are available. Um, you know, our defensive line can run side to side, so it would be interesting to see how it goes this week. But even like last year, I mean, I think it was the first drive of the game, he had a 60 mm-hmm. or 70 yard touchdown run. So, um, you know, definitely tough physical runners, no nonsense runners, not a lot of moves. One cut, go, run through you, that's sort of thing, um, so we definitely have to bring our feet this week. Their quarterback, Dane Andrews, has really made a lot of improvements over the spring. What have you seen that's different in him? Um, I think he's just trusting the system a little bit more. There's a little more confidence in his throws, balls coming out a little quicker, things like that. Um, you know, last week struggled a little bit with some accuracy stuff, but overall in this, you know, this season you've just seen um, maybe a little more confidence in, in what they're doing. And Gibson, a wide receiver, is a, quite an animal also. <laughs> yeah, he's a tough nut. And, and that, our guys, too, I mean, they, they kind of looked at the Manchester loss and kind of scoffed. But, you know, once we watch the film, they know this is a talented football team loaded with a lot of talented guys that, that can get us on any given play. Um, I mean, you know, I've, I've been here now for 14 years one way or another. They beat us nine years in a row up until two years ago. Um, you know, with Mike Leonard's last year and we're able to get a good win there and, um, you know, able to, to get them again in the spring. But this is a team, you know, who's won, you know, I think 11 of the last 15, 16 HCAC championships. And it wasn't that long ago that they did. Uh, you know, they want to share in 2018 just when we did. So, um, you know, they're a little young, but they're very talented and come from a rich tradition. And they expect to win football games on Saturday, and that's what this team's coming in here to do. Good luck today. Thank you. Chris Hop is very confident about getting this one under his belt, and we'll see what they can do. Yeah, I mean, he's, he, he's saying the same type of stuff that we're saying as far as Franklin's going to be a talented team. So we will be back and give you the keys for today's ball game and get ready for this one after this.
100% financing is back. If you're looking to purchase your first home or need a bigger home, contact Cover 3, affiliated with the Mortgage Network. We can finance 100% if you have a credit score of 580 or above. Cover 3 has tailored finance packages that can guide you into home ownership. We'll work with you from the initial application process through closing and make sure you get the white glove treatment. Achieve your dream of home ownership. Call today at Cover 3, affiliated with the Mortgage Network at 312-248-4366. Make your dreams come true. I wanted to grow my leadership skills, but with work and a busy life, how could I fit it all in? Then I learned Mount St. Joseph University offers a flexible master's program in organizational leadership. For about one Saturday a month, I studied and refined my leadership skills alongside working professionals and top-notch professors. I'm now the leader I set out to be. The Mount's Organizational Leadership Program helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash msol. Well, the Lions come in averaging 32 points a game, giving up 27, a difference of 5 even. And, of course, the injury report, Eli Cornett is out for today's game, along with Josh Taylor, the Lions' starting quarterback. It will be Tyler Prather. The keys for today's game, Chris, very quickly, the, for Franklin, they need to run the football and put pressure on Prather. And for the Lions, it's penalties. Yeah, clean up the penalties, take care of the football, let the defense make plays for us, and it's going to be a battle today. It is the Mount hosting Franklin. I'm Dave Mitchell with Chris Morris. The kickoff is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. You've been listening to the Cover 3 Financial Mount St. Joseph Lions pregame show, a comprehensive look at the upcoming Lions game. Mount St. Joseph University College Football is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. When I needed to renew my teaching license, Mount St. Joseph University offered the only program in Ohio that allowed me to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree fully online. The Mount helped me climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash Ohio. The following is a special sports presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. Mount St. Joseph University College Football. He's going to keep it around the right-hand side to midfield. Breaks it into the clear to the 40, 35, 30, 20, 15. Cuts back to the middle, to the 10, to the 5, and he's into the end zone for the score. This game on UltimateSportsTalk.com is being brought to you by Barbarian Apparel in Cincinnati. Contact them at BarbarianCustomers at gmail.com. The Wishbone Tavern on Delhi Avenue. Call Nicole for a party at 513-834-8607. Iron Sharpens Iron. Call at 513-383-9773. The Mount St. Joseph University. Cover 3 Investor Financing. Call 513-970-5531. The Roar Store on the Mount St. Joseph campus. LIT Wellness Solutions. Call us at 513-659-3017. Dr. Libby Spies. Call for an appointment at 513-246-8900. 
Official Investigators and Security Services. Call now at 844-263-3424. Mount St. Joseph University Sports is a presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now, let's go to the field for this Lions game. Welcome back to Schuler Field where the Lions are getting ready to take on the Franklin Grizzlies in game number two of the Heartland Conference schedule. I'm Dave Mitchell alongside Chris Morris. The Lions won the coin flip, but they have deferred to the second half, so they will be kicking off to Franklin here this afternoon. Franklin in their home white uniforms for the road. They are all white with dark blue numerals, gold trim. The Lions in their Dark blue jerseys with white pants, gold numerals, and dark blue trim in the white helmets. Chris, this is going to be an interesting one with Tyler Prather getting his first college start. I have a good feeling Tyler Prather's going to have a heck of a day. Let's see what happens. Lions will be kicking off from right to left on your computer screen. And Farsing is going to kick it off deep. It'll be taken in by Gibson at his 5 to the 10. Up the far side, 15-20. Breaks it out to the 30, and he's brought down at the 31-yard line. Gain of about 25 on that return. And Franklin will start out first and 10 with their quarterback, Dane Andrews, number 10 of sophomore 6'2", 215 pounds. He is completing 56% of his passes. He's got a two-headed backfield, that being Garrett Cora and Derek Thompson. And right now in the backfield with him is Garrett Cora to the right. He's the freshman dropping back on a play action. Andrews is going to throw it up the right side, and it is intercepted by Pierce at the 45-50. Going to take it back to the near side to the 30, 35 to the 20, and he's going to be brought down, run out of bounds. Inside the 20-yard line, and the Lions right away have the first turnover of the ball game. One play, one interception, number 11, Andrew Pierce. Big-time play by the Mount defense to put Prather in great field position on the opening drive. That is Pierce's first interception of the season, and he really did a great job on that. The 5'11", 180-pound sophomore, he has only played cornerback for about a total of eight games, and... He played that one perfectly. So Tyler Prather set up at the 23-yard line. Fake handoff. He drops back. He's going to look into the end zone for Hayden Bell, and it's over his head and incomplete. Yeah, I was looking for Hayden Bell on the wheel route from the tight end position. Just overthrew him a little bit of the juices flowing for Prather. Just let him get settled in. Mariano McKenzie comes out. Wyatt Rutgerson comes in at the split-end position. Lions have spread formation now. Brock Rutgerson... And going out wide to the right, Kinhall. Now moving in motion as Brock to the near side, dropping back Prather. He's going to throw it over the middle, and it's knocked down and incomplete. Hit at the line of scrimmage by Jason Pig. So the incompletion brings up third down and about 10 yards to go. So the Lions attacking this Franklin defense with the freshman quarterback right away. He had two plays, two passes. Peek was able to get some good pressure there and bat that throw away and brings up a long third down. Lions at the 23 of Franklin after the interception. Prather rolls out to his right, steps up, throws into the end zone. He's got a receiver complete to Austin Brock for the score. Touchdown, Lions. Welcome to the show, freshman Tyler Prather. <laughs> touchdown pass to Brock. He finds his favorite receiver for the big score for the Lions. 
Well, for Brather, what an outstanding throw. Second touchdown pass of the year. Austin Brock picked up the touchdown pass. And for Brock, that's his seventh TD reception. Farsing will come in to attempt the extra point, and with 14.23 left to go in period number one, the Lions, after the extra point attempt, it's up and good. Now lead it 7 to nothing. There's an official timeout on the field. The Lions have busted it open with the opening drive score, 7-0, 14.23 left to go in period number one. Are you ready to focus on your health and well-being? Are you ready to create a culture where the values of health and wholeness are promoted and practiced? I'm Tanya fosnock Jolliffe, proud MSJ alum and the founder of LIT Wellness Solutions. My years of experience as a registered and licensed dietitian nutritionist have taught me that lasting health transformation requires focusing on all dimensions of well-being and not just physical health. Check us out at LITWellnessSolutions.com to learn more about how you can begin creating a culture of wellness for yourself, your family, and your business. 23-yard touchdown pass from Tyler Prather to Austin Brock. Lions lead at 7-0. Great play call by Caleb Carrill. Third and 10. He lets uh, Prather roll out to the right side. Great job by the offensive line. Finds Brock in the corner of the end zone. Great start for the Lions so far. So 7 nothing, and Farsing will kick it off, and it is taken in again by Gibson on the far side. At the 6 to the 10 to the 15, spins. A flag comes in from way deep up the field, and Gibson is brought down at the 24-yard line. Return of about 17 on the kickoff return, but like we said, there is a flag that came back deep from one of the back judges. And it is against Mount St. Joseph. It's going to be a personal foul. Face masking called against the Lions. The penalty is a personal foul. Talked about penalties in the pregame, Dave. That's off to a good start. The interception, the touchdown pass, and then you come back on the kickoff return, have a good stop, and then give them some free yardage on the face mask. Yeah, you just can't have that. Last week, I think it was three drives that the Lions on penalties extended to four more plays for Bluffton. Well, Dane Andrews after the interception. He's going to hand it off around the left-hand side to Thompson. Thompson gets hit in the backfield and struggles forward near the line of scrimmage. And he's going to be knocked out of bounds at about the... Well, they're going to mark him for about a two-yard loss back to the 36-yard line. 54, Nick Brokering got in there on the defensive line and was able to slow down Thompson on the rush. Good job by that defensive line. Second down, 12 yards to go from the 38. Franklin in their own territory. Andrews throws out to Gibson, hit behind the line and drop. Way to come flying down the hill. Speakman, 18, come from the safety position, flying downhill on the quick out to Franklin's receiver and comes up with a big play again for the Lions defense. So a loss of a yard makes it third down and 13 yards to go now for Franklin. As they bring Devin Muller out wide to the right-hand side. Also, Elijah Corwin is slot right. Going out wide to the left is their leading receiver, Jarrett Gibson. In the backfield is Thompson. Now moving out of the tight end position is Schmidt. Dropping back as Andrews throws out to the right side and is caught by Gibson, but he couldn't stay in bounds near the 45-yard line. That's going to be a gain of about eight, but he'll still be four yards shy of a first down, so Franklin will bring in their punter, Dylan Bodsworth. Nice throw by Andrews on the out route. 
and uh, Devin Donaworth for the mount tried to undercut the throw. Unfortunately, he did not get it. The mount or the Franklin player was able to un- keep his balance to get the first down. Was just short, and Franklin will have to punt. So good job again on the Lions defense. Excuse me, it's Dylan Boswell, the punter for Franklin. He's averaging 40.4 yards per kick, and he's set 10 inside the. 20-yard line. That's a high end-over-end kick. Speakman is going to take it in. Fumbled the football. Ball loose on the field, and the Lions will drop on it at the 19-yard line. Talk about catching a break early. Speakman just kind of lost his balance on the on the catch of the punt return, and it bounced off of him. Luckily, number four, Devin Donaworth, was able to fall on it for the Lions near the 20-yard line. So 12-22 left to go in this first quarter. Lions lead at 7 to nothing. Prather will take things over back at his own 19-yard line. He's got Mariano McKenzie right behind him out of the pistol formation. Brock and Joey Newton come out wide to the near side. Ball on the far hash mark. And the fake handoff. Prather throws it out to the right and over the head of Kinhall. Just a misconnection there between those two, incomplete. Probably going to see a little bit of that today. Obviously, Braithers getting a lot of the first team reps this week in practice, but you are going to see a little bit of maybe some overthrows or mistiming routes. That's just part of growing as a freshman and learning your receivers. Zakeem Hunley comes into the ball game along with Jake Ayler. Leaving is the tight end, Powell, and also Hunley. Or excuse me, uh Leaving is Kinhalt. 12-18 to go. Dropping back Prather. Boy, they're going with the pass attack, and they throws it over the middle complete to Ayler. Ayler at the 30, struggles forward, gets out to the 32-yard line. 12 on the completion, and a first down for the Lions. Talked about the confidence that they have in them. They're trying to work quickly. Offensive line has kept him clean so far. He's able to step up, make a throw right there for the first time, and move the chains. Prather 3 for 6 in the ball game. 35 yards so far in the contest and one touchdown. He'll roll out to the left after taking the snap. Throws it off to the side. It is complete to Joey Newton. He caught it diving near the sideline near the 36-yard line. That's a gain of five, and it brings up second and five. Just got him out of the pocket, rolling to the near side of the field. Was able to find Joey Newton for four or five yards. Keep the chains Keep the momentum going, tempo going, and not letting him think as much. The one thing I'm noticing about Prather is he's taking a quick snap at the line of scrimmage also. He's not looking over the defense very much. He's in the pistol formation with McKenzie right behind him. And the handoff to McKenzie right up the middle, his first carry. And he's going to struggle out to about the 36-yard line, maybe the 37. They'll say he's down right at the original line of scrimmage for no gain. It's third and five again. These are the third down situations, though, that you want Prather to be in. You don't want him to be in third and eight, third and nine. These third and fives let Correll kind of open the playbook up a little bit. Lions came into the ball game completing 59% of their third downs. And now they've got one here on third down, a short five yards to go. Spread formation, empty backfield. Prather takes the snap, looks over the middle. He's going to be hit as he throws. It's complete to Brock at the 48-yard line. Franklin says they intercepted it, but Brock had the football, and the side judge says, yes, Brock did catch it. And it's a first down for the Lions, nine yards on the completion, and a first down for Mount St. Joseph. Nice job by Prather to stay in the pocket, took a big-time hit, was able to find Brock across the middle of the field and move the chains once again. Ayler, Brock, and Kinhall go out wide to the right. Newton comes out to the near side. 
McKenzie will take the handoff right up the middle behind Danny Mabe, and he'll take it out to the 49-yard line, a gain of about a yard. On the replay, Brock did come down with the ball. Once he was down on the ground, they yanked the ball out of him, trying to think that they intercepted it. So a good call on the field. Second and nine, ball placed at the 48-yard line. Ken Hall goes out wide to the right. It's going to be, well, they say he got back to the original line of scrimmage, but it looked like he easily got out to the 49, Chris, but they put him right back at the line of scrimmage. Prather on second and nine. He's going to be hit behind the line. Struggles, gets out, looks upfield. Now he's going to tuck the football away, get hit at the 42 and dropped right there. Yeah, nice job. And it's going to be a loss of about six. That's the plays that the coaches were talking about that Josh Taylor normally gets out of, but Prather may have a more difficult time. Yeah, good push by Franklin's defensive line. They got him running around in the pocket and just unable to get away. And nice job by that lineman to chase him down behind the backfield. So, Lions, who are two for two on third downs today, have a bigger one here on third down and 16. Ball back at their own 42-yard line. They've got to get back to the 42 in Franklin territory. Empty backfield. Throwing it upfield. It is complete to Brock. Brock at the 43-yard line. That's going to be a gain of 15. And let's see. That's close to a first down. And the Lions may have to go for it here on fourth. It'll be shy by about a yard. Looks like they're going to keep the offense out on the field and go for this fourth and short. Franklin brought an outside blitz. Good job by Prather stepping up and making the throw. Once again, finding Brock over the middle of the field. 8.33 and running. Left to go in this first quarter. Lions lead at 7 nothing. They'll go for it on fourth down, and it is for a yard. Spread formation, empty backfield. Prather short pass to Brock. Complete inside the 40 at the 38-yard line. First down for the Lions. Great play call, Caleb Carrill. Defensive backs and linebackers were four or five yards off of him. Just turn, catch, get the yard, move the chains. Prather to Brock once again. Five yards on the reception. Lions have it now at the Franklin 38-yard line. I think you've seen Prather really settle in now after that first drive. Got the pass for the touchdown. I don't see any nerves from him anymore, Dave. He's 6 of 9, passing 65 yards. And that touchdown pass. First and 10 for the Lions at the Franklin 38. Prather empty backfield. Drops back. Looks up the field. He's got a receiver. Ken Hall went through his hands. He couldn't get turned around correctly, and it's incomplete. It would have been a tough catch for Ken Hall to bring in. Not a bad ball by Prather. It puts it up where Ken Hall's the only receiver that can go up and get it. Just kind of a little bit high on him, but Ken Hall went up and put a great effort on it. Lions leading at 7-0. Rutgerson comes out of the ball game. Jake Haler back in. Mariano McKenzie in the backfield. Second down, 10 yards to go. Boy, this has been the Prather show so far. Tight end right, Hayden Bell. McKenzie out of the pistol. And the throw, Prather throws out to the right side to Kenhoff. Stutter steps, gets inside the 40-yard line. And they'll knock him out of bounds near the 40. Make it the 35-yard line where they'll knock him out after a couple-yard game, third and eight. Nice job by 10. Safety, Evan Stambaugh coming down and making a tackle. They brought a corner blitz. We went right to the receiver coming off the blitz. Stambaugh was coming down from the safety position to make the tackle. 7-15. Here in the first quarter, Lions lead it by a TD. Third down, eight yards to go. Lions so far in the ball game, two for three in third down efficiency. Dropping back is Prather. Prather looks upfield. He's going to throw it deep. He's got Sakeem Hundley. He was grabbed, no call, and the back judge looked right at it and said, nope, 
did not see the jersey come away from the shoulder pads. Looks like his jersey was pulled on the route. Maybe they're thinking it was an uncatchable ball as it went a little bit high, trying to go for number 12, Hundley, across the middle on a deep ball. But again, the Lions offense are going to stay on the field on a big fourth down play. Arno, did you think it was uncatchable? On the replay, it, it's pretty tough to show, <laughs> but he did definitely get his jersey pulled. So it's fourth down, eight yards to go for the Lions from the 35-yard line. Rolling out to the left, Prather. Steps up into the pocket, throws out on the right side. Complete on the play to Jake Ayler at the 22, and it's another first down for the Lions. Prather, time and time again today, continues to make big throws on a 12-yard pass. Big, big drive by the Lions behind their freshman quarterback. You can tell First they're getting, sorry Dave, you can tell they're getting him out of the pocket, getting him rolling out to the right, rolling out to the left. Good job Jake Ayler coming up with that catch. Lions at the 21 yard line now, they've got it spotted. Hand off to McKenzie on the sweep left, inside the 20, upended at the 15, he'll be dropped at the 14 yard line. Seven yards on the game, and it's second down and three. That's what, one thing I'd like to see is McKenzie get outside the tackles a little bit more. Yeah, he's got the speed to break a big play. Yep. I like how we're kind of keeping it. I know we're Prather's throwing it quite a bit, but we're still giving them chances to McKenzie. Hayden Bell tight end left. Lions in the spread. Dropping back Prather. Looks to his right. Now to his left. He's going to cut it upfield on his own. He's going to be tripped up and dropped at the 11. He's going to be close to the first down. Matter of fact, I think he's got the first down. One of the Lions' helmets came off. One of the linemen... Looks like a flag down in the middle of the field. Looks like Danny Mabe's flag helmet came out, and if that's the case, unless it's a penalty, he will have to leave for a play, and the officials are going to discuss this, Chris, but definitely one of the Lions' helmets came flying off. They've got him marked at the 12. That's very close to a first down. It was Danny Mabe's helmet, 64, that came off. And... It will be a first down for the Lions. And evidently they're going to let illegal hands to the face, so it'll be half the distance to the goal line. And that'll take it down to the seven, so that comes with an automatic first down anyway. So they'll spot it, well, instead of the seven, just outside the five-yard line. So it's first and goal for the Lions. McKenzie behind Prather. 5.42 and running. Now McKenzie moves in motion to the right, dropping back Prather. Looks on the right side, throws into the middle, and almost intercepted. Boy, he threw it into the middle of a pack, and he had Mario McKenzie on the wheel up in the far end of the end zone, wide open. He's going to wish he had that one back. Me and you were both pointing to McKenzie when he ran out of the backfield. He was wide open. Nobody went with him, and all he had to do was loft it over there for him for a touchdown. And he decided to go across the middle of the field. Again, just a freshman learning. He'll go back on the film, and he'll learn from that, but hopefully the Lions can punch it in. Lions have a two-tight end formation now. Bell on the line, and Powell is lined up behind the left tackle, Martin. Hand off to... McKenzie up the middle. He's going to take it inside the five, and he'll be dropped at the four. Gain of about a yard for Mariano, and it's third down goal from the four-yard line. Newton and Ayler come in now, and leaving will be the two tight ends, Bell and Powell. Lions will send Newton, Brock, and Kinhall wide to the right. 
Out of the shotgun is Prather. To the right is Mariano McKenzie. Now Prather's going to roll it to the right. He's just going to skip into the end zone for the score. And he's going to be hit after the play, way after scoring the touchdown. And the flag now is thrown. And Franklin will get hit with an unsportsmanlike personal foul. Well, if he thought Prather wasn't ready for the moment, this young man's showing it today. <laughs> a touchdown pass, a rushing pass. Great read by Prather. They rolled him out to the right side. Nothing in the end zone. He decides to tuck it and run it for the score, and the Lions take a 13-0 lead. What an outstanding drive maneuvered by the freshman quarterback. Personal foul against Franklin, and it'll be walked off on the kickoff. 4.56 to go. Lions lead at 13-0, and Farsing will come in to attempt the extra point. Kyle with the holder, Ruckerson. Good snap. Kick is up. Kick is good. 4.56 to go in this first quarter. Your score, it's the Mount 14, Franklin nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. For more than a century, Mount St. Joseph University has prepared nursing leaders who serve their patients with the heart of a lion. Whether entering the nursing field, changing careers, or expanding your professional skills, innovative simulation labs and a variety of clinical sites prepare you to deliver exceptional patient care. With flexible undergraduate and graduate programs taught by highly credentialed faculty, the Mount will help you climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash nursing. Well, a great crowd here this afternoon at Schuler Field in Cincinnati. And they have been treated to a couple of scores by the Lions here in this first quarter. They lead at 14-7. As we said, if you thought Prather was nervous or maybe not ready for his moment, he's certainly done an outstanding job here in the first quarter. He's 8 of 14. He's got a passing touchdown, a rushing touchdown, and he's looked lights out so far, Dave. His quarterback rating right now is 135. That is outstanding. Lions will kick it off from midfield after the 15-yard penalty assessed against Franklin after the touchdown run. And Farsing will go ahead and just kick it through the end zone. It'll hit the crossbar and bounce back. And Franklin will take it over in their own territory with 4.56 remaining. What a drive by the Lions, Tyler Prather, and their red zone efficiency still right there at 100%. Yeah, tied for number one in the country in red zone. Now 15 of 15 in the red zone. Outstanding number. First and 10, ball at the 25-yard line. And Franklin comes out with Derek Thompson in the backfield. And we've got a new quarterback in the ball game for Franklin. That is Spencer White. Spencer White, number seven, is into the ball game, and he hands it off to Thompson. And Thompson takes it right up the gut across the 30, and he'll be downed at the 35, just shy of the 35-yard line, and about a half a yard shy of a first down. Spencer Wright, sophomore, 6'1", 182. Checking into the ball game early here for Franklin. So White off to the right. Now he moves in motion. Elijah Corwin, and the handoff goes up the middle, and that is to Thompson, and Thompson's going to be hit behind the line. Lost maybe about a yard on the play. He did not get the first down on second and short. Oh, my God. Well, they're putting him close to it. They're going to say he got no gain, and it's about less than the length of a football to get the first down. White with Thompson in the backfield. He's got Corwin, tight end right. Gibson, you got to keep an eye on him, even on third and short from the 34. 
Hand off to Thompson, right up the middle, hit. He's going to struggle forward, pick up a couple in the first down for Franklin out to the 37-yard line. Nice tough run by Franklin's Thompson. Was able to pick up the first down and get the chains rolling for this Franklin offense. Into the ball game now, Brian Pode, Pode number two, a 6'1", 160-pound senior from Lebanon, Indiana. White still the quarterback. And he's got Thompson. Thompson's going to take it on the sweep around the left-hand side. He's going to be hit and dropped. Dropped for about a yard loss on the play. The crowd went nuts, Chris. What what happened there? One of our defensive linemen's jersey, 46, was getting pulled the entire time for the Lions, and uh, no flag was called right in front of the ref. But a good push by the defensive line and was able to get a loss on the run. 46 is Hayden McMullen. On the replays, a clear hold just... Unfortunate for the Lions, didn't get the flag. For Yard him. loss, second down 11. Dropping back is White, looking upfield, now rolls out to the left. He's got some green, trying to direct traffic. Now he's going to be hit and dropped. Oh, what a nice play by the Lions' Anthony Wright. Big time play by Wright. That kid just gets better and better. Great open field tackle. Was able to shed the block from the receiver and come up and make a play on the quarterback right. Just a yard gain by White brings up third and ten from the 38-yard line. 2.25 and running. And now the Lions, the official calls a timeout, and Nick Brokering is going to have to leave the ball game as he's got a chin strap problem. So coming back in will be Bo Cooney. Third down, ten. Ball at the 38-yard line in Franklin Territory. White with Thompson back in the backfield. Dropping back. Looks upfield. Pump fakes. Now he's going to throw it deep. He's got a receiver, and it is incomplete. Nice coverage. Troy Speakman one-on-one on the outside. Pass was just thrown over the top of the head of the receiver for Franklin. And good coverage. Good job by the defense getting off the field once again. Tried to get it to Pode. Speakman may have gotten away with a grab also by himself, but the way this game has gone, that stuff is not going to be called today. Yeah, he did get away with it. He pulled on a jersey and didn't get called. That's a couple now that hadn't been thrown. Boswell will punt it away. Back set to return is Speakman at about his 25. Boswell gets a short hanger that's going to hit at about the 27, bounce out of bounds at the 24-yard line. A minute 59 to go in the first quarter. Your score, it's the Mount 14, Franklin nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. If you're looking for a pediatrician that will take time to listen with genuine concern and compassion, make an appointment with Mount St. Joseph alum, Dr. Libby Spees. Call 513-246-8900. Dr. Spees has been a part of the Cincinnati area all of her life and has experienced a lifelong affinity for working with children and helps them feel comfortable. She gets to know the patient, not just their medical charts, but their interests, hobbies, likes, and dislikes. So become a part of the Spies Medical Family. Call today for an appointment. Dr. Libby Spies, 513-246-8900. So the Lions, on first down, throw a five-yard completion to Cam York up the right-hand side, and they gain five. It'll be second down, five yards to go. Lions with a minute 40 to go in this first quarter behind freshman Tyler Prather out of Coleraine High School. They lead it 14-0. Receivers out wide on both sides. Powell tight end left. Handoff, fake handoff. Throw out to the right to Cam York incomplete. Just like Ari Turner, 21, was in the ball game right there. Yeah, he just 
York was open, just underthrew him right there. Like I said, it's just part of the growing pains as a freshman coming in. So it brings up third down, call it a long five to go for a first down for the Lions. They've got trips out to the near side. Cam York and Kinholt are wide out to the right-hand side. Empty backfield out of the shotgun is Prather. Prather looking things over with a minute 26 left to go. Pump fake throws out to the right, incomplete to Austin Brock. Threw it a little bit behind him, and he was hit immediately on the play by Aaron Black, the yep. left outside linebacker. Big time hit by Black on the linebacker position, and three and out. A couple missed passes and a couple drops, and uh, the Lions will have to punt. So good stand right there for Franklin's defense to see if they can project this offense to get going a little bit. First punt of the day by the Lions coming in, and Ryan Murray averaging just under 40 yards a punt. He gets the snap, and the kick is away. It's a high end over end, and Gibson will take in at his 31. Cuts it to the 35, and he's going to be hit and dropped after a two-yard gain on the re- kick return. Looks like 41. Lucas bowling in on the tackle. Nice hit right there on the special team. Special teams continues to get better and better each week. Absolutely. And Ryan Murray's really been the, the key for that with the, the height and the punt length that he has gotten this year. So it's first down 10 at the 35-yard line. Franklin in their own territory. And again, it is White at quarterback. He replaced the starting quarterback, Dane Andrews, and the handoff goes around the right. White is going to keep it himself, and he's going to take it around the right-hand side and pick up pick up about 40, well, let's say about six yards on the carry. Bring up second and four out to the 41-yard line. White looking things over. He's got a spread formation. Now the handoff to Cora. Cora gets hit behind the line, but he's going to spin and move forward for about a yard out to the 42, and it'll bring up third and three. Great pursuit. Brady Bowler, number 91, will be able to blow that play up and hold it for a short gain and bring up third and about three, third and four here for the Franklin Grizzlies. White, 6'1", 182, out of Jamestown, Indiana. He did not play last week against Manchester. So it's third down, four yards to go. And White drops back. Good pocket, throws out to the right, complete to Gibson in midfield to the 45. He'll be upended at the 41-yard line on a good tackle by the Lions out there. Looked like Devin Donaworth. And it's 14 yards on the reception and a first down. Right finds Gibson on the pass and throw catch. Around the middle of the field, Gibson takes it for the first down. Excuse me, that was Austin Price with the tackle, and that's the end of the first quarter of play. So a good one for the Lions as they lead it here at home, 14-0 over Franklin at the end of one on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, like when you need a textbook. Students can order books exclusively online that they can pick up at the Roar Store through our new eCampus site. E-Campus includes two different shipping options. Free online shipping to textbook delivery hub located in the Roar store or delivered to your off-campus residence. It's not just a bookstore, it's an everything store. The Roar store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. 
Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Doha Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community, open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. Jared Cora in the backfield now. Franklin going from right to left across your computer screen to start this second quarter of play down 14 nothing. Corey gets the handoff from White, and he's going to pile drive forward to about the 36-yard line on first down, picks up four. While you were away in between the quarters, former athletic director Steve Radcliffe here at Mount St. Joseph University was honored with a plaque, his name and number, number 30 for 30 years here at the Mount. So congratulations to him. He was one of the spearheads that brought me on board here at Mount St. Joseph to do these games. White is going to keep it himself, and he's going to struggle forward. Check that out of the... They had Thompson as a wildcat. They did check in during the break. Coming back from the uh, start of the second quarter, they brought in Andrews back, put him at the wide receiver position, and went a wildcat with Thompson. So Thompson... Picks up three inside the 35 of the mount down to the 34. And he's going to stay back at the Wildcat. And they'll move Gibson in motion, fake handoff. And Thompson's going to keep it up the middle. He's going to push forward. He's going to be shy of the first down by about two yards as he took it down to the 37. So a gain of two. And now we've got a Franklin player down and hurt at about the 35-yard line. 13.47 left to go. We've got an injury timeout. We'll take a timeout also. It's the Mount 14, Franklin nothing on Ultimate Sports Talk. Life should be enjoyed. So get up and start. At Iron Sharpens Iron Personal Training, they develop a healthy relationship with you and provide a positive, encouraging environment to train. The staff at Iron Sharpens Iron will set up a personal training system that fits you and you alone. And your first session is free. Are you ready to have fun and get in shape? Iron Sharpens Iron serves the greater Cincinnati area. Check them out at isi-pt.com. That's isi-pt.com. Or call them today at 513-748-1538. Sometimes circumstances require the services of a private investigator. And when that happens, contact Official Investigations and Security Services in Cincinnati. They specialize in surveillance, insurance fraud investigations, workers' comp, witness location and protection, accident reconstruction, and stolen auto and construction equipment. Official Investigations and Security Services also provides mobile notary services throughout the tri-state area. So for your needs, call the best. Courtesy, professionalism, experience, and results. Official Investigations and Security Services at 844-263-3424. White drops back to pass, throws it out into the left flat to Pope, and it is complete inside the Lions 15, and he'll be down after a diving catch at the 13-yard line. Boy, what a catch by Pope. So it brings up first and 10 at the Lions' 13-yard line. Franklin trying to get back into this one. Hand off to Thompson right up the middle to the 5. Breaks forward, and he's going to dive down to the 2. Yeah, nice drive by Franklin here, kind of mixing up the pass and the run, a little bit of the Wildcat. Both quarterbacks have seen action on this drive, just trying to get something going here offensively. Coming into the ball game for the Lions now, Jarvis Langham. 
out of Roswell, Georgia. And White is going to keep it. He's going to hand it off, though, excuse me, right up the middle to Thompson, and he'll take it in for the score. Good push by Spencer right there at the end. Cora was the ball carrier on the play, and he was able to push him in for the end zone touchdown. Good job by the Franklin offense to get back into this ball game. Yep, excuse me, that was Garrett Cora. And it's 14-6. Franklin has clawed back into this one with 13-17 to go in the first half of action. In to attempt the extra point, Carter Brown. He's perfect on the year at 14 of 14. Good snap. Kick is up. Kick is true. 13-17 to go in this first half. Your score, it's Mount St. Joseph 14, Franklin 7 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Teaching is my calling. So when I needed to renew my license, I chose Mount St. Joseph University. The Mount offers the only program in the state of Ohio that allows you to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree. In less than two years, I combined the reading and gifted intervention specialist endorsements. Classes were convenient, fully online, and I received personal attention from my professors. The Mount helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash Ohio. Chris, a very important drive for Franklin to pull back into this one, 14-7. It really was. They were down 14-0. Really got dominated in the first quarter, but great answer by that offense. As we mentioned, really stuck to the run game right there and was able to punch that in for a touchdown to kind of bring this back to a one-position game. So kicking it off will be Gabe Crutchfield. He's a sophomore, 5'10", 165. 13 minutes, 17 seconds left to go. Speakman back set to return with Joey Newton. Back about their own five. Crutchfield, short approach. Kicks it off. Newton will take it into the end zone. And now he's going to bring it out of the end zone. Takes it to the 10, to the 15, and he's going to be hit and backpedaled back to about the 17-yard line. And now we've got a ruckus going on at about the 25-yard line. I think Joey, I'm not sure there, Chris, but I think Newton got a little confused as he backpedaled catching that ball into the end zone that he may have had to take it, bring it back out. Yeah, he kind of caught it at the borderline of the goal line, so it's probably a smart decision to him to bring it out. But, again, big momentum play right there for the Franklin special teams. And the Lions again with Prather at quarterback. Ari Turner, the 5'8", 135-pound freshman out of Princeton High School, right behind him. And the handoff Turner takes it right up the middle to the 15, out to the 16, 17-yard line. As the scrum continues to go, they'll spot him down close to the 20 at about the 19-yard line. So that'll be a gain of a couple on the play. Well, you don't see very often a Colerain quarterback with a Princeton running back in the same backfield. <laughs> That is almost sacrilege. <laughs> Twelve forty and running left to go in this first half of action. Toby Kerrigan, the men's basketball coach of the Mount, our guest at halftime. Second down seven from the eighteen. Throws out, complete to Cam York at the twenty-five, and he's out to the twenty-seven yard line. First down, gain of eight. And the Lions continue to move the ball. Once again, they're rolling him out of the pocket, giving him time, and then he finds Cam York once again. Cam York getting some good playing time today. A couple catches under his belt. Good to see that. Number seven. Played JV ball on Monday night. And he has really delivered here this afternoon. York with a couple of catches. First down 10 from the... 27-yard line. Now rolling out to the left, Prather cuts inside a block to the 30, and he'll be brought down at the 31-yard line. 
That's a gain of about three on the play for Tyler Prather. Smart play there. Franklin got yep. some pressure, had good coverage downfield. Take what they give you, pick up a couple positive yards, bring in to the third. You're not going to see Prather run for 60 yards out of something like that, like Josh Taylor did. But what Prather brings to the game is a lot of knowledge of how to play the position and a gun, a rifle at that right arm. Second down, they gave him four yards on the play out to the 31, so it's second and six. Dropping back, Prather throws out to Mariano McKenzie, complete to the 34-yard line. That's a gain of three, and it will bring up third down and about three yards to go for the Lions for a first down. They need to get outside the 37. 11 minutes left to go in this first half of play. Lions leading it by a TD, 14-7. Trips out to the near side. Brock Rutgerson and Cam York. Got an empty backfield now out of the spread. Dropping back Prather. He's going to throw it up deep to Rutgerson and overthrow him incomplete. He had Rutgerson wide open. It looks like Rutgerson was kind of going up the seam. Prather threw it more towards the sideline. Again, just one of those communication things that will get better over time. So Ryan Murray will come in to punt. Murray averaging about 38 yards a kick here this afternoon. Dropping back is Gibson. Set to return at about his own 30. Murray gets a good snap. He'll get the punt away. It's a low line drive kick that will take a mount bounce inside the 30 and will go out of bounds near the 24-yard line. That's going to be a 40-yard a punt for Ryan Murray, and Franklin will have it first and 10 at their own 24. After a couple good drives offensively, Franklin's defense comes up with a couple stops. They get a touchdown. They kind of put their stuff back right into the ball game, and now it's a big possession coming for this offense. Probably look to see a lot of that run and running attack again. They may not have known what to expect out of Prather, and now that they've had an opportunity with their defensive coordinator, Ryan McElwain, to adjust their defense, they seem to have done a pretty good job the last couple of drives. Yeah, they're throwing a lot of pressure at him. And back in a quarterback is White. White's going to hand it off. Nobody's going to keep it on the RPO. He breaks it up the middle to the 40. He's upended by Troy Speakman, and he'll be dropped at the 45-yard line. That's a gain of 21 and a first down. Yeah, nice read right there. Spencer Wright to keep that and get a big-time gain right there and get them near midfield on the first play of the drive. Pope is out wide to the right-hand side. Gibson slot right. Their tight end, Elijah Corwin. Goes out wide to the right-hand side, too. White is going to drop back. He's going to throw it upfield, and it is incomplete on the play. Tried to get it upfield to Dylan McKinney, the sophomore, and playing back there, Andrew Pierce with good coverage. Good coverage by Pierce. Went man-on-man down here in the near side of the field, and they were just going up. Both of them were going up for the ball, and Pierce was able to bat it away. The only thing Pierce needed to do there to keep everybody from having a heart attack is turn his head back towards the ball. Nonetheless, it's second down, 10 yards to go from the 45-yard line in Franklin territory, and the handoff goes right up the middle to Thompson. Thompson breaks it out across midfield and into Mount territory and dropped at the 48, seven yards on the play. And it's third down and a long three. Thompson, so far today, eight carries, 23 yards. So bring up third down 
And a long three, short four for Franklin. Dropping back is White. Looking over the middle. He's got a receiver knocked away, and it's going to be knocked down and incomplete. Well, that ball bounced right up in the air, and it was almost intercepted by Speakman. And it looked like Julius Fisher was going for it, too. It was almost like a jump ball at the beginning of a basketball game. That ball stayed in the air for a long, long time. If you're a Franklin fan, you just hold your breath, hoping that it would hit the ground right there. And Able to punt this ball and pin this Lions defense back, or Lions offense back. Well, good play by the defense. Looks like Noah Abel was in there, and also number five, Austin Price, was in there to bat that ball up in the air. So Boswell will punt it away from about his own 48-yard line. Good snap. High, high kick by Boswell that Speakman will let hit it at the five, and it'll go into the end zone for a touchback. 9.20 to go in this first half. Toby Kerrigan, our guest at halftime. If you didn't know, Toby's father-in-law was in the Columbus Medical Center for about a month and a half after a double lung transplant. And he is coming home in a couple of weeks, and we'll talk to Toby about that. And also about the upcoming basketball season. Looks promising for the Lions as they're going to open it up at Trine in about, I'll say about a month. About three weeks, actually. 9.20 to go. Prather, handoff around the end to Joey Newton, and Joey Newton is going to be hit behind the line of scrimmage and dropped after about a two-yard loss. Yeah, you can see this Franklin defense kind of making adjustments as we go in this ball game, just not giving up much on the rushing end, only giving up the, li- the Lions only have 17 yards rushing in the ball game. Second down, 12 yards to go from the 18-yard line in their own territory. Mariano McKenzie in the backfield with Tyler Prather. Two receivers out wide on each side, dropping back Prather. Looks up the middle, now throws over the middle, incomplete, just bounced it in front of Jake Ayler. Just rushed the throw a little bit. He had time, he had Ayler open in the middle of the field, and even Prather knew he missed it, kind of patted his chest a little bit to Ayler, saying, hey, my bad. So it's third down, 12 yards to go. Lions today, three of seven in third down efficiency. And this one is a long one. They did have a third and 16 earlier that they picked up the first down on. They had to go to fourth down to get that one, though. So it's third and 12. Receivers out wide on both sides. McKenzie just to the right of Prather. Ball in the near hash mark. Prather drops back. Looks up the field. Now steps up. Throws over the middle. Incomplete. He got hit as he threw the football. Trying to get it to Joey Newton and bounced it at his feet. Incomplete. Ojati once again in their 96 defensive end was able to get pressure. Once again, this Franklin defense is starting to get better and better as this game goes on and causes another punt for the Lions. Got a wasp in here, and we can't get it to go outside. <laughs> it keeps buzzing our paperwork. So, Ryan Murray, who's averaging about 40 yards a kick here this afternoon, will punt it away close to his own goal line. Gets that one away again. A low-line drive kick that'll hit about the 45. Take a mount bounce out near the 50, and it'll be downed at the 49-yard line. That's a 33-yard punt by Ryan Murray. No return, and Franklin will have it first and 10 from their own 49 with 8.28 to go. Well, Franklin has made some adjustments, and the Lions now will be tasked with making some adjustments on offense after scoring on their first two possessions. 
but Franklin has been able to stop the Lions on their next three. White still the quarterback for Franklin. And he gives it right up the middle. And that looks like Cora. And Cora's going to get hit at the line of scrimmage and stopped right there for no gain. Franklin really balanced so far offensively. 46 yards rushing, 46 yards passing. Seems to be they're going to lean on that rushing game, though, a little bit more. And that was Derek Thompson. Thompson and Cora are almost identical, not only in the way they look physically, but also their stats coming into the game. Gibson is going to take it on the jet sweep. A little disorientation there, but he's going to pick up a yard as he's dropped by Declan Brophy at about midfield. You try to jet sweep with Gibson. Good job, Declan Brophy. And then 15, Anthony right in on the tackle and brings up a third and long. Third down, nine yards to go. Muller's going to go out wide to the right-hand side. Corwin slot right. Coming out wide to the left is Dylan McKinney. And slot left is Gibson. you got to keep an eye on him on this long third down play. Fake handoff. White looking for Gibson. And he's going to throw it. Intercepted! By Donaworth you at the 45-yard line. You mentioned it, Dave. He was going to 21. Gibson on the out route. Donaworth undercut the route. Big-time interception. Big-time play once again for this Lions defense. Second interception of the afternoon by the Lions defense. First was by Pierce. Second one now by Donaworth. And with 7.23 to go in this first half, Lions have the football back, up leading at 14-0. 14-7, excuse me. Brock, Rutgerson, go out wide to the left-hand side. Kinholm and Newton are on the right-hand side, the near side. Spread formation for the Lions. Prather alone in the backfield. Looks back, he's going to throw it upfield, throws it to Rutgerson. He's got a couple of blockers, but he's going to be hit at midfield, spins forward, and gets it to the 49-yard line in Franklin territory, a gain of six on the completion. Wyatt Rutgerson is possibly the toughest kid on this team. <laughs> that kid, tough to take down. He's physical, not big on size, but he is tough kid, tough player. Really like him, number one in blue. Him and Nick Stevenson, who's not playing today, I mean, Ruckerson's 5'9", yeah. 150. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he is some kind of ball player. Just loves to play the game. Dropping back on second and four. Throw completion to Hayden Bell. Hayden at the 40-yard line. That's a nine-yard completion. And a first down for the Lions at the 39-yard line of Franklin. As they move the sticks. Hayden Bell, 6'4", 225. A big target right there for Prather. Nice throw and catch. Prather to Bill. First part of the season, he was injured, but he's back at that tight end slot. He's lined up tight end right on the line. Three receivers out wide. Now Newton's going to move in motion to the far side with McKenzie in the backfield next to Prather. Prather is going to throw it out to McKenzie. McKenzie had to drop to his knees to try to catch that one, but the side judge comes in and says it's incomplete. And that may be a good thing because that would have been a loss of about four. I agree, Dave. They brought some pressure right there into Prather's face, and he was just trying to get it out to avoid the sack, and luckily that's incomplete. Keep it at the second and ten. We'll try to check some scores coming up here in just a moment. Rose Holman, Hanover, 8-13 to go in the first quarter, tied up at seven. Prather 
Handoff goes to McKenzie around the right side. He's got some room across the 35 and down to about the 34-yard line for a gain of five. Third down, five yards to go. McKenzie got his helmet knocked off. Talk about running hard. McKenzie, when he gets the ball in his hands, he's going downfield. So Ari Turner will come into the ball game, replacing McKenzie. Hayden Bell stays in at tight end. Brock and Kinhall out to the far side, to the near side. Right side is Joey Newton. Tight end right, Hayden Bell. Lines up in the slot. Third down, four. Fake handoff. Throw over the middle. Complete the bell. He's got it for the first down. Down to the 26-yard line. Eight yards on the completion and another first down for the Lions. Once again, go to the big target on the middle of the field. Bell once again catches it, gets the first down, and the chains are rolling for the Lions. 5.49 and running. Left in this first half of action. On Delhi Day, here on Delhi Avenue. First down 10, Lions at the Franklin 26-yard line. Fake handoff, dropping back Prather. Prather runs away from a sack. Flag down on the play. Throws out to the right-hand side. Complete there, first down to Chandler Kinhall. And I think we're going to have a hold in the backfield against the Lions. Was thrown in the vicinity of holding. And we'll see what the call is. Yep, holding against the Lions, so that will negate a first down throw and knock it back. And they'll mark it off back to about the 40 yard line. Only the second penalty on the the 35 yard line, excuse me. The penalty moves the ball to the Franklin 36 yard line. First down and 20. Yeah, you're right. Only the second penalty of the day on the Lions, which it wasn't until the third and fourth quarter they started having problems with the penalties at Bluffton. Rutgerson back into the ball game. He's out wide left with Brock. Prather drops back, looks upfield, steps up, and the ball got batted down at the defensive line. Looked like Dante Darden. Got his big paws up there and knocked it down, the 6'3 senior. This Franklin defensive line's really working here. They're continuing to get better as the game goes on, getting their hands up, batting balls down, and really kind of slowing down the rushing attack, anything that the Lions are trying to do. Rutgerson and Ayler out of the ball game. Kinholt and Brock out to the left. Powell's in the game at tight end now for the Lions. Joey Newton comes out wide to the right with 5'12", and the clock stopped on the incompletion. Ari Turner in the backfield for the Lions. Check out McKenzie. McKenzie picks up a good block. Stepping up, Prather throws, and it's almost intercepted by the middle linebacker, Cody Wilkerson. Wow. Haven't had a chance to talk about Wilkerson much today, but he almost comes up with a big-time play right there. He is a big, big physical linebacker, probably one of the top five linebackers in the conference. He's fourth in the conference in tackles, came in leading the team in tackles with 36, and he got a... Big time batted ball there. And it brings up third down and 21 yards to go. They need to get down to the 16-yard line to pick up a first down. And the ball resting right now at the 36. So calling a long 20. Prather looks upfield. Runs away from the rush. He'll be hit and dropped back at the 43-yard line. Second sack of the afternoon for Franklin. 96 Ojadi once again doing great work over there in the defensive end position. He's tough. 
4.50 and running, and Ryan Murray will come in and try to pit Franklin back in their own territory. Lions will be kicking the ball away from their own 42-yard line. Back set to return is Jared Gibson. Murray on the year averaging about 40 yards a kick. He doesn't really need this right now. And he gets a pooch kick that hits high. It's going to hit in at the 10, take a mount bounce, and now kicks inside the 10 and will be dropped at about the 7-yard line. 35-yard punt, but a great roll, and it pins Franklin back in their own territory. Ryan Murray's continuing to get better and better. He was special teams player of the week a couple weeks ago, and uh, he's really doing a good job of flipping the field position and right there pinning Franklin's offense inside the 5-yard line. He could have got the special teams player of the week last week had it not been for Kibler kicking that 49-yard field goal by Manchester to beat these Grizz. So it's 14-7 Lions, 4-16 left to go in the first half of action. Toby Kerrigan, our guest at halftime. White, the quarterback, handoff right up the middle. And taking it out to about the 8-yard line is Garrett Cora. Excuse me, Derek Thompson. Thompson, number six, the sophomore, 6'2", 180. He's 6'2", 180. Cora, the freshman, 5'10", 175. But they came in, each averaging about four yards a carry. Same amount of yardage. Now rolling out to the right is White. White's got a lot of room. He's going to pick up the first down across the 20 and be run out of bounds outside the 20 at about the 25-yard line. Boy, that's going to be a gain of about 20 yards on the carry, 18 exactly. Yeah, it's a big job right there, big big play to get them out of the back of the end zone. Franklin still has three timeouts remaining. It's first down 10. White's going to keep it himself up the middle. Now cuts it around the right tackle, and he'll be stopped by Julius Fisher out near the 30-yard line after a gain of four. White gives them a different dimension than Dane Andrews does. They didn't even tell us that White was going to be in the ball game here this afternoon. Now we've got an injury. Franklin has got a player down across to, to the far side, so we'll take a timeout. 3.14 to go in this first half of action. It's the Mount 14, Franklin 7 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. You're a Lions fan. Own it. And we are the radio home of Mount St. Joseph Lions Sports, UltimateSportsTalk.com. Football, basketball, wrestling, volleyball, softball, baseball. We are Cincinnati's sports website and also the home of the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show every Monday night during the baseball season. We are the home of the Mount St. Joseph Lions, UltimateSportsTalk.com. 3.14 to go in the first half of play here from Schuler Field in Cincinnati, Ohio. Clouds coming in, but still about 75 degrees here. Just a gorgeous day for football. Cincinnati won last night. Bearcats easily over Temple. White in the backfield. Second down, five yards to go. Fake handoff, looking over the middle. Good pocket. He's going to throw a loopy pass, and it is complete at the 50-yard line to their intended receiver, Muller. And Muller is going to be brought down from behind by Noah Abel inside the five at the three. What a hustle play by Noah Abel. 
Yeah, big play by Noah, able to keep him out of the end zone. But in response, Franklin gets big, big chunk yards, almost a 70-yard pass right there from right to the tight end. Boy, that was a big, big play. And for whatever reason, Muller was wide open. And now White, handoff up the middle, and that goes to Thompson. And Thompson is going to be stopped right at the line of scrimmage for no gain. Second and goal. Talked about the difference that Wright's made coming in, throwing for over 100 yards already and 50 yards on the ground. Well, there's some discrepancy right now as to is this Spencer White or Spencer Wright. We've got two rosters up here. And they both say differently. Now the handoff around the right side. And it is in for the touchdown and the score, Thompson. Yeah, once again, Thompson getting into the end zone and scored for a touchdown. Looked like he got tripped up and landed about the one-yard line, maybe the half-yard line. But they gave him forward progress into the end zone for the score. And that will make it 14-13. And with 2.17 to go, Coming in to attempt the extra point will be Carter Brown, and he did get into the end zone. So Brown will attempt to tie the score here. Low snap from center, but Brown is going to kick it up, and it is good. 2.17 to go in this first half. Your score, and it's all knotted up at 14 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Real estate investors, it's time lenders make it easy on you. And we have at Cover 3, affiliated with the Mortgage Network. This past year has been tough on investors, but we don't care. Try the no-income verification loan to purchase or refi your properties, owner or non-owner occupied. We only want leases, application, and a couple of other documents. And that gets you into the 4 to 5% range. Minimum credit score needed is 620. Contact Cover 3 today to get pre-approved. 312-248-4366. Well, the consensus is it is Spencer Wright, not White, so I apologize for that. He's definitely come in and changed the ball game. Absolutely. As we said, he's over 100 yards passing. He's got over 50 yards rushing. And then a touchdown each for Cora and Thompson, the two-headed monster. And Franklin's tied this thing up and right back into the ball game. And the ball falls off the tee. So Crutchfield will put it back up on the tee. And now we're set to go. Newton and Speakman. Back at about their own goal line to bring this one back. A high end-over-end kick right dead center. Speakman will take it in at the 5, to the 10, 15, 20. Cuts it to the right side, to the 35. Near the 35, he'll be dropped at the 33-yard line. A return of about 28 on the return. And the Lions have it first and 10 with 2.11 to go in the first half. And all three timeouts remaining. And on the first play of this drive, they will go with Mariano McKenzie in the backfield. York and Kinhall are out to the right-hand side. Brock out to the left-hand side with Ayler. Powell is going to come in at tight end now, and Kinhall is going to leave the ball game. That leaves York out to the right-hand side. We haven't seen a lot of Joey Newton today. Up the middle, it's going to be Mariano McKenzie to the 40, 45, broke it for a gain of 12, and a first down for the Lions out to the 45-yard line. That'll put McKenzie at six carries, about 26 yards on the game. It gets the Lions offense rolling. Still three timeouts, just under two minutes to play on almost near midfield. 
Eight receivers have caught passes here this afternoon for the Lions. So pray they're really spreading the wealth. First and ten from the 45-yard line. Hand off of him and only Kenzie breaks a tackle to the 50. And he's going to be brought down after about an 11-yard gain at the 44-yard line in Franklin Territory with a minute 42 to go. Clock stops on the first down. Talked about how McKenzie runs the football hard. That's back-to-back plays in 20 yards in two plays for Mariano McKenzie. Minute and a half left to go. Clock moving now. Receivers out wide on both sides. Fake handoff. Prather throws over the middle. Complete to Ken Hall at the 30-yard line. Breaks a tackle inside the 30 and brought down at the 27-yard line. 17 yards on the completion. And with a minute 20 to go, it's a first down for the Lions. Nice throw and catch. Prather to Ken Hall across the middle on the inside post route. Again, moving the chains and getting it inside the 30-yard line. Lions still with three timeouts left. Receivers out wide, handoff, fake handoff, Prather throws over the middle, complete to Newton, there he is, at the 14-yard line, a gain of 13 and a first down for the Lions again as we're under a minute. Chunk play after chunk play on this drive so far, Dave. And that's another first down for the Lions, and with 59.4 seconds to go, they will use one of their three timeouts. We are knotted up at 14. I'll tell you what. Franklin has dropped back into what looks like to be a prevent defense, and Prather has just taken what Franklin's defense has given him, that 10-yard pass right over the middle. Yeah, the middle of the field has been wide open all day, and then Mariota McKenzie comes to life a little bit on this drive for you. Joey Newton catches the ball. Ken Holt, you mentioned several guys, eight, nine guys with catches. Prather's already thrown the ball 30 times in the first half. Yeah. Well, Caleb Curl said he was not afraid of putting Prather in a ball game. And time and time again this year, Chris, he has taken over the reins of quarterback and really has done the job. Yeah, he's calm, full, collected at all times. Yep. Ken Hald, after the timeout, will go out wide to the left-hand side. Jake Ayler goes out to the left-hand side also. Newton and Brock to the right-hand side. Ball in the far hash mark. McKenzie in the backfield, picks up a block, Prather rolls out to the right. He's going to just throw the ball away and out of the end zone. Smart play right there by Prather. They're trying to roll him out to the near side of the field. Nothing open in the end zone. Throw it out of the back of the end zone, live to play another play. 54.5 seconds to go. Hayden Bell comes in now for the Lions at tight end. Mariano McKenzie will stay in the backfield. Mariano, a couple of big runs, picking up Two carries, almost 23 yards that set the Lions up on this drive. We're knotted up at 14 as we come towards the end of the first half. Bell on the line, tight end right. Receivers out wide, dropping back Prather. Looks upfield, looks to his left. He's got a receiver incomplete. And Kinhall was being brought down before he ever got his hands on the football by Wyatt Carmack. Good defense by Wyatt Carmack. He's step for step with Kinhall right there on the slant route. Good defense, number three. So it'll be third down for the Lions with 50.5 seconds to go. Boy, big decision here. Do you run it? Do you pass it? Try to run some more time off the clock? Third down, they're going to throw it. Prather rolls out to the right, looks into the back of the end zone. He's got a receiver. That's Hayden Bell. Touchdown on the back. 
backside of the end zone, and it totally befuddled the Franklin offense. Great read by Prather. Hayden, tight end, acted like he was going to block and was able to get out to the left side, far side of the field, wide open in the corner of the end zone for a touchdown pass. Flag down. They're going to call an illegal man downfield, and Tyler Hopperton is livid. They've called an illegal man downfield on the Lions, and he is giving the line judge an earful right now. Boy, oh boy. The holds that we've seen, Chris, and then they call that. That's Nonetheless, so the touchdown is negated. It'll be a five-yard penalty back to the 19-yard line. Did you see it? Didn't see it on the film, but... Great play call, great throw and catch. Unfortunately, it's called back. Zakeem Hundley is into the ball game now for the Lions. So, they'll try to do it again from the 19-yard line. 44.6 seconds to go. Prather looking over to the sideline. Still two timeouts left. Play clock down to eight. Still plenty of time. Low snap, but Prather gets it. Steps up into the pocket. Now rolls out to the right. He's going to throw it into the corner of the end zone. It is complete. Name complete, knocked away from Wyatt Rutgerson. Good defense right there, linebacker Aaron Black. Holds the lines to probably a field goal attempt here as we're going to bring out Kyle Forcing. Really unfortunate break right there for the Lions. Take away six. Hopefully they can get set. Hopefully they can get three to take the lead into the half. So 39.3 seconds to go before the half. We are knotted up at 14, so the ball will be spotted at the 26. This is going to be a 36-yard attempt. By Kyle Farfsing. Ball on the far hash mark. Rutgerson, low snap, gets it down, kick is up. It's got the distance, and it is no good wide to the right. So 35.2 seconds to go. Lions, what looked so promising, got turned away by an official's call. And if you're Franklin, you're feeling really good. You just... Obviously took away the touchdown, the missed field goal here to go into the half, 14-14. It was really a flip-flop. The first quarter, the Lions dominated. Franklin pretty much dominated the second half up until that last drive right there for the Lions. Just unfortunate on the field, or on the missed field goal and then obviously calling back the touchdown. It looks like Franklin would probably take a knee right here to get to the half. So now they want the play clock. Some time put on it, so as we... Right now it's at 35.2. And they're going to put it, I think, at 38. 35.2 is what has happened. So the Lions are turned away by the Franklin defense. We are knotted up at 14-14. As they are there and now they put it at 38.8. And it looks like Franklin is just going to take a knee and wind down this first half, and they will. So Franklin takes a knee, right? Puts his knee down. And that should do it for the first half of action. And boy, Chris, we have seen a lot of action in this first half. And the big thing is that Tyler Prather is, seems to be coming through as that freshman quarterback. Yeah, they definitely... they. 
confidence in him to get throws over 30 times in the first half. And then obviously the difference maker on the other side of the ball for Franklin has been Wright coming in at quarterback, making a lot of things happen for this offense and this rushing attack. Yep, Wright, four of eight passing in the ball game for 106 yards, while Prather on the other side, 16 of 33 for 157 yards. Toby Kerrigan, our guest at halftime. I'm Dave Mitchell with Chris Morris. Your score here at halftime, it's the Mount 14, Franklin 14 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Barbarian Apparel is a cutting-edge sports apparel company. Barbarian Apparel provides high-quality team gear and active wear that is unrivaled at a great price. Barbarian Apparel fits not only individuals, but teams all over the world. And your team will stand out with Barbarian's custom sublimation, artwork, and screen printing. Each piece of team uniform is specifically designed with your preferences in mind, including graphics, color, logos, and fabric selections. Start your order today at BarbarianApparel.com or email any questions at BarbarianCustomers at gmail.com. Barbarian Apparel, conquer the impossible. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, whether it's spirit wear, gifts, or snacks. But the Roar Store is more. They offer everything from notebooks to laundry detergent, even brake fluid and tire repair, plus a wide range of food and drink. And it's just a walk away. It's not just a bookstore, it's an everything store. The Roar Store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. I learned patience from my adoptive dad. All he had to say was, Hey, you got this. Just breathe. Hey. <laughs> We're pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Might have to start a band. <laughs> I got it. Learn about adopting a teen from foster care. You can't imagine the reward. <laughs> Visit AdoptUSKids.org to find out more. This message is brought to you by AdoptUSKids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. And we are back at halftime here at Schuler Field between the game of Franklin and Mount St. Joseph University. I'm Dave Mitchell, and with us for our halftime guest this afternoon is the men's basketball coach for the Lions, Toby Kerrigan. Toby, thanks for joining us here at halftime. First of all, I guess I want to say uh, a shout-out to your father-in-law. Uh, you know, he had the, had the incident over the summer, but he seems to be doing well, so congratulations to him. Yeah, he's a... He's a trooper, man. Double double lung transplant, and got uh, got cleared after five days walking around. He's he keeps telling my son, his grandson, he's going to be able to outrun him before <laughs> before too long. So yeah, he's doing great. So thanks for thanks for saying that, Toby. You've got 28 players that are on the roster heading into the first week of practice, which will be next week. I want to ask you, first of all, on the practice schedule. What do you have going the first week, second week, getting ready for uh, the tournament that's coming up in the in early November? Yeah, so we, we do a lot of teaching, and, and practices are a little bit longer uh, when we when we start out just because we are having to stop things a lot and, and show guys um, how we want things things done. Uh, but we do have – we have eight upperclassmen and, and – We'll depend on them to be talking to guys on the sideline, and they'll do a great job and have done a great job with new guys, our four seniors. You know, they do a good job of helping us coach, and, and having guys like that out there is, is, a, is a big plus for us. Uh, so they'll, they'll, be, they'll be trying to take those young guys and show them how we want to do things, not just by talking to them, but, you know, showing them on the court and, and competing. 
against each other. So, uh, yeah, it takes a little bit more planning early on <laughs> with a, with a large number and, and all the things you have to try to get done. Um, because we'll, we scrimmage somebody, you know, the, the first weekend. So we only get about a week's worth of practice before we got to be ready to play somebody else. So how important are the scrimmages now in the first two or three weeks for you? Yeah, it's, it's really important. Obviously, you know, guys will, We'll be playing against each other, and they've been, you know, been playing open gyms uh, the first first month here. But um, getting to play against somebody else, where you have to prepare for what they're going to do, they have to prepare for us. Um, just getting a good feel uh, of what you got and where you're at, and of course, you obviously have to um, determine and evaluate personnel. And you know, you can you can only play five guys at a time, so you got to figure it out, and you got to figure it out pretty quick. You've got the three returners the really playing time, a lot of playing time, and Devin Young, Brady Thomas, Tanner Close. How much are you relying on those three this year uh, to really infiltrate the rest of the team? And also David Lures. David Lures. Don't, don't forget him. He's, yeah, yeah, so those those four guys, uh, along with Willard Cluxton, uh, who, who will be a sophomore now from Elder, um, you know, those, those five guys played quite quite a bit last year. Uh, all of them over 20 plus minutes a game. So, you know, having that many guys back that, that played significant minutes and then you throw, you know, our junior Sammy Robbins and our two other sophomores, Jake Swolski and Josh Pate, all those guys were out there and played minutes last year. Although it was a shortened year, they still were out there. And so they, they've, they've had experience, um, and know what is expected from the coaching staff. So, Having having upperclassmen like that it will, will be a big help with with the with the new guys with the transfers the freshmen, um, you know it's, it's nice to have. Before I get into the recruits that you brought in, you brought in a couple of transfers from Defiance. Talk about those two players. Yeah, so uh, Jack Kohler and Brandon Baber. Um, of course, Jack's from the Cincinnati area, and and, um, and he got pretty close with with Brandon, who's from uh, I think I said Baber. It's Barber. Uh, Brandon Barber um, from up in Michigan. So yeah, we're real happy to have those two guys. Of course, uh, Jack has played a lot his his first two years up at Defiance, um, and and is, is is a tremendous shooter. I mean, uh, when he was on the scout, man, it was like don't let that guy catch and shoot it. So to have a a guy added like that to your roster uh, will be a big help to us. And then you brought in some recruits. How tough? Before we get into the recruits, how tough was it to recruit for you during this COVID era? I'll tell you what, I mean, all the schools were really good. We, we were talking about it a little bit before. Like, I, I didn't call any place where they said I couldn't come. You know, they were really accommodating uh, to, to the college coaches. And I think most most schools understood we were just trying to be there to help their student athletes and give them opportunities to, to play after high school. So, you know, for us, I, you feel bad that the, the, the fans couldn't be in there and, and see their friends. Uh but they, they did let us, you know, get in there, and, and we saw a ton of games last year, although sometimes it was setting by yourself in the stands, which sometimes isn't all bad. Uh, uh, but, no, it, 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 was, it was good for us, and, and, you know, we brought in a lot of guys we think are going to be able to, to help us get back where we need to be. Speak a little bit about some of the guys that you're very high on that you brought in this year. Well, we got, uh, we got a couple guys from, from right here in Cincinnati. One of them, Chris uh, McClure. Uh, from St. X, um, had a great, great senior year last year. They, they did a, a great job team-wise and, um, uh, over St. X. And so we're real excited about, 
about Chris and Dane Gardner from Plainfield up in Indianapolis, um, and, and um, you know, we just two guys that really, really play hard. Um, Cam Decker from here at uh, Northern Kentucky, Beachwood, um, you know, Oakley Burba from Peebles, um, Ian McCune from down in Western Kentucky, McCracken County. Um, you know, Alex Totten also from Indianapolis. Just just a group of guys that were on really good high school teams, know how to win, compete at a high level, um, just just play hard and have some toughness to them. I think it's going to bring a lot lot to the to the roster to the program, and we're you know we're excited to get started on Friday. Was your philosophy any different recruiting this year than it has been in past years? As far as the players you were bringing in? Uh, not really. I mean, we, we're looking for guys that, that compete. I mean, that's, you know, there's a lot of guys out there with a high skill level. But if you're not going to go out there and compete every possession and, and uh, not take any possessions off and be, be a great teammate, I mean, those, those are pretty important things to all coaches. Um, and, and that's what we're always looking for. Um, and of course, if you're on a really good team too, that helps too. You know, you know what it takes to compete at a high level. And a lot of these guys that are coming in, uh, we're on really good teams, so we're, we're excited. So when you look at this season, Toby, how do you look at the conference? Who do you think the team to beat is? And of course, you've always got a tough schedule. I want to get into that, but who do you think right now the team is to beat in the Heartland? Well, somebody asked me the other day, is it, who's back, who's not? And that's a great question because I'm not 100% sure. You, yeah. just, you hear about some guys that didn't play last year that are going to be back. Don't know if some guys decided to stay for a fifth year. So to be honest, it's really I'm not real sure on, on who's going to be uh, the best in our league, um, especially with a, a little shortened season last year. I mean, obviously, Rose Holman's got a lot of guys coming back. They had... Uh, one of the best freshmen in the league last year, um, and some other guys returning. And of course, Franklin—they've uh, won the, the the tournament the last couple of years. And so, um, Trancy's always always got guys. They've got guys coming back. You know, Hanover's always tough. So, you know, and, and Anderson's got probably one of the best players in the league who didn't play last year, who's mm-hmm. who's going to play this year. So, um, you know, it'll it'll be interesting for sure. And when you look at the schedule, it's as tough as ever. <laughs> yeah, we, um, like always, we're, we're playing some, some really good teams. Uh, we got three really good teams in our tip-off tournament. Um, and, of course, we got Wabash and, and Wittenberg coming to campus here this year, um, going to trying to, to, to start the year, and they'll probably be, probably be in the top five uh, in the nation starting out. Um, they have everybody back from a really good team last year, so yeah, we'll find out pretty quick where we're <laughs> where we're at and where we stand, which is the way I like it. So um, we got a good we got a good schedule. It helps going into the Heartland when you do that, doesn't it? Yeah, for sure. I mean, like you've you've been there, you've played games that are going to be like playing in the league. So um, it's it's not like uh, you're surprised when you're playing at Rose Holman or at Hanover. You you've done that a couple times already. So. Um, I like doing it that way. Toby Kerrigan, our guest, thanks a lot for joining us here at halftime. Thanks, Dave. Look forward to having you at the games. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. We'll be back with more at halftime here from Schuler Field after this timeout. I was in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean when it happened. There was a sudden jolt, and our submarine crashed on the seafloor. We were in total darkness. 
That's Dr. Dejana Figuerella, a marine biologist and STEM teacher, talking about a deep sea dive she'll never forget. It's funny. When I was a kid, I was afraid of the ocean. And there I was, two miles below the surface. But as a scientist, you prepare for that. Using our training and a little creativity, we fixed the sub and finished our experiments. The dive was just too important. Every dive gives us glimpses at things few people ever get to see. Blowing creatures, fiery undersea volcanoes. When we got back to the surface, I kissed the ground and called my mom, of course. But you know what? I wouldn't trade that dive for anything. Dr. Figueroa uses her passion for STEM to discover new things and make the world a better place. She can STEM, so can you. Check out She Can STEM for more stories and inspiration. A message from the Ad Council. Well, we're all knotted up at 14 apiece here at Schuler Field on a bright and sunshiny Saturday afternoon. Glad to have you along with us here on UltimateSportsTalk.com. The Lions got out to a great drive to start out the ball game as Andrew Pierce intercepted a pass and the Lions took it in from 23 yards out and they ended up with a 7 to nothing lead in the contest. And then they had a very nice drive uh, later on in the contest as they took it in at the 19-yard line, and they ended up going 19 plays, 81 yards, and Tyler Prather went right through the right end of the end zone to pick up the touchdown, and the Lions led it 14 to nothing after the extra point. But then Franklin came back, and Garrett Cora ran it right up the middle for two yards and a touchdown. Carter Brown added the extra point, and with 13-17 to go in the first half, Franklin had drawn to within a touchdown at 14-7. to And then Derek Thompson tied things up with 2.17 to go in the first half with a three-yard rush and a touchdown. The extra point was good, and that's how we got here at 14-14. to Some scores around the conference going on right now. At halftime, it is 7-7 Hanover and Rose Holman. Also in the second quarter, halftime actually now, Bluffton is leading Anderson 18 to 7. Anderson finally did score. They had only scored two points in their last two ball games. And Manchester is beating up on Defiance heading into the third quarter. 16 to nothing is the score there. In Division 1 college football games, Mississippi is leading Arkansas 38 to 31. Ohio State over Maryland 56 to 17. Michigan State is beating on Rutgers 28 to 13. Texas is hanging on to that lead over number six Oklahoma 41-23. Florida over Vanderbilt 42 to nothing in the games that are going on now around Division One college football. 14-14 your score here at the half. I'm Dave Mitchell with Chris Morris. We'll be back with more after this. I can solve difficult problems for a Fortune 500 company. I can run a successful business. I can manage your home improvements. I can publicize your message. I can motivate your audience. I can put my military experience to work for your company. I can teach your children. I can boost your bottom line. I can add value to your workplace. I could be a loyal and productive employee. But I can't put my skills to work for your organization if I'm not given the opportunity. If you don't recognize my talents and ability. If you don't hire me. If you don't have an open mind and a workplace that's open to everyone. If you don't realize that America works best when everybody works. What can you do? What can you do? What can you do? 
You can remember that it worked. It's what people can do. It's what people can do that matters. Nearly 50 million Americans have disabilities. Capitalize on their talents with employment practices that benefit everyone. Learn more at whatcanyoudocampaign.org. Odyssey now has hundreds of new exclusive music stations for you to discover your new summer soundtrack. Get moving with worthy workouts for a cardio sesh fueled by today's top artists. Hang in with your crew? Throw it back with picnic party for old school jams for your cookout. Or sail away with Odyssey's new yacht rock station, Jugger Yacht. For summer barbecues, road trips, or relaxing poolside. Hundreds of new exclusive stations, plus all your favorite local radio stations and podcasts. It's all on Odyssey. Dave Mitchell and Chris Morris back here at halftime where the Lions and Franklin are knotted up at 14 apiece, taking a look at some of the stats in the ballgame. First of all, for Mount St. Joseph, Tyler Prather in his first collegiate start. Quarterback rating at the end of the first half of 98.4. He's doing an excellent job. 16 of 33 passing, no interceptions, one touchdown, and he's thrown for 157 yards. He's been sacked twice, but he has really spread the wealth around the Lions here this afternoon as he has made completions to eight different receivers in this ball game for the Lions. And the leading receiver is Austin Brock. He has caught four. Jake Ehlert, Newton, Kinhall, Bell, and York have each caught two in the ball game. As far as Franklin is concerned, Wright is 4 of 8 passing with an interception, a long pass of 67 yards for 106 yards in the ball game. Muller has caught one pass along with Poole, but Gibson has caught four passes in the ball game to lead the way for Franklin in this contest. So your score at halftime is 14-14. The Mount and Franklin all knotted up, and we'll come back with second half action next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. It's Hall of Fame induction weekend and homecoming next Saturday as the Lions of Mount St. Joseph University host the Manchester Spartans. Last year, these two teams played one of the most exciting football games of the spring with the Mount winning by two. This year, the Spartans look to settle the score. I'm Dave Mitchell. Join Chris Morris and I for homecoming as the Lions Rewind starts our broadcast at 12.30, pregame show at 1, and the kickoff is at 1.30. Mount up next week as the Lions host Manchester for homecoming only on UltimateSportsTalk.com. America, your children have an amazing superpower. That's right. They can help save lives by simply washing their hands. Just 20 seconds of thorough hand washing after they've coughed or sneezed or been outside can help fight against the dastardly spread of germs. Armed with only soap and water and hands, your superhero can protect you, your family, and everyone out there in America land. Amazing. Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad Council. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, like when you need a textbook. Students can order books exclusively online that they can pick up at the Roar Store through our new eCampus site. eCampus includes two different shipping options, free online shipping to textbook delivery hub located in the Roar Store or delivered to your off-campus residence. It's not just a bookstore, it's an everything store. The Roar Store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Well, 14-14, your score here at halftime at Schuler Field on an excellently played game so far here today, Chris. 
both teams played good. Like I said, the Mount played good in the first quarter. Franklin came out and returned that in the second quarter. I really thought Wright made a difference for Franklin offensively. He was able to do it in the air with his legs. I thought Prather did an outstanding job in the first half. Missed a couple throws here and there, but was able to put together a couple good drives. The defense was able to put him in good positions as well, creating turnovers. Only a couple penalties for the mount, so cleaning up a few things. And uh, we know it's going to be a dogfight all along, and Franklin's coming in with a chip on their shoulder, trying to get the first conference win of the season. The mount looking to go 2-0 and in conference. And uh, so I'm excited for a second half. It's it's going to be a little bit of who makes the adjustments in the second half. Well, we talked about penalties in the pregame show and how the Lions had to stay away from them. They've only got three penalties in the first half for 30 yards. But the big penalty was the one at the toward the end of the first half where they had the touchdown and could not have the illegal man downfield. I agree. You, you know, you get a touchdown call back on an illegal man downfield on a penalty. Counter that with a missed field goal going into the half. Kind of lose a little bit of momentum. But you get the ball to start the second half. Hopefully you can put together a good drive, get some points on the board, regain the lead, let your defense come out, and try to stop this rushing attack of Franklin. Lions will have the football to open up the second half of action. And Franklin will kick it off and back set to return to Speakman. And Speakman backpedals into the end zone. He's going to bring it out to the 5, up the middle of the field, to the 10, to the 15. Cuts it to the far side and gets upended before he can do that at the 25-yard line. Good kickoff, good return. And the Lions will start first and 10 from their own 25-yard line. Penalty on the play. And a penalty is going to be called against the Lions holding. So that will knock the Lions back a few yards. We mentioned in the first half that the coaching staff trusts Prather. Obviously, he's threw 33 times in the first half. Found eight or nine receivers, and a stat that kind of sticks out to me is uh, the rushing, only 37 rushing yards for the Mount early in the first half. So it'll knock it back to the 15-yard line after the holding penalty. First and ten for the Lions. Right up the middle is Mariano McKenzie, and he'll take it out on the rush to open up the second half. Out to about the 20-yard line, gain of five for Mo. Second down five. Second and Quarterback Tyler Prather, 16 of 33 yards, or 16 of 33 passing for 157 yards in that first half of action. Lions have the ball to open up the second half. We're tied at 14. Fake handoff. Prather throws out to the left. It is complete. And it completes to Joey Newton to the 40-yard line. 45. He's run out of bounds near midfield at the 48-yard line on a big reception. 28 yards and a first down. Great route by Joey Newton. He had the DB spun around. Prather was able to find him on an out route. Joey was able to catch it, run. Big yardage for the mount. And they will spot him finally down at the 47, so make that a 27-yard reception officially. Mo McKenzie in the backfield. Receivers out wide on both sides. Tight end left is Hayden Bell. Prather will take the snap. 
Handoff up the middle. Prather's going to keep it on the RPO around the left-hand side. He's going to be dropped immediately by Darden. Darden, a loss of three. Darden ran that play really well in the RPO. Prather decided to keep it, and Darden came up and blew that play up for a loss. So it brings up second and 13. Ball back at the 44-yard line in Mount Territory. Prather, early in the ball game, was taking the snap. We mentioned that. He was taking the snap almost immediately, and now he's taking a little longer in his cadence. Play clock down to 10. On second and 13, he'll roll out to the right. He throws out to the left side, and it is complete on the play to Chandler Kinhold in Franklin territory at the 49-yard line. So that's a gain of about eight. And make it third down, about six yards to go for Alliance first down. Good pitch and catch, Prather to Kenholt. Get what they give you. Brings this to a manageable third and five, third and six. Lions four for 11 in third down conversions today. By the way, I'm interested to see how they stat that trip into the red zone on the last drive of this half and that pass to Austin Brock is incomplete. Franklin brought the pressure from the outside. Prather had to get rid of it quick and then great coverage in the middle of the field on looks like it was Newton and Brock in the middle of the field and Franklin's able to get off the field defensively and really gain some momentum here start the second half. So Murray will punt the football away with 12.29 left to go. In the third quarter we're knotted up at 14. What started out as a shootout now has become a defensive struggle. Good snap. Murray gets the punt away. Low kick that will hit it about the 25 and bounce out of bounds right there. So that will be about a 24-yard punt at the 25-yard line. 12-24 left to go in this third quarter of play. You mentioned that the, the Lions kind of kept Gibson under control, only four catches, 27 yards, but the rushing attack was pretty effective. Obviously, the big chunk yardage as well for Franklin on the one play. Yeah, Cora, five carries, 21 yards, and Wright's going to keep it around the right-hand side. He's going to be hit and brought down on the play for the Lions' defense, a loss of two yards on the carry. Nice play. Jonathan Finn, 22, coming from the linebacker position to tackle right in the backfield. Boy, what a crowd here this afternoon. Just outstanding. We'll be back here next week for Manchester on homecoming and Hall of Fame induction ceremonies. Moving in motion to the right is Cora. And fake handoff. Wright's going to keep it around the right side. Cut inside a tackle. Dive forward to the 30. He's got about six yards on the carry. And it will be third down and call it five yards to go. With 11.37 and running. Puts right over 50 yards rushing in the ball game. So it's third down five. Going out wide to the right is McKinney. Coming out wide to the left-hand side is Muller. They've got trips out to the left-hand side. Cora moves off to the left of right. Fake handoff. Right looks upfield, throws over the middle, complete to Gibson. He's got the first down at the 40-yard line. Spins forward and gets out to the 42. So that's a gain of about seven on the carry, or on the reception, and a first down. And Franklin's going to go with a hurry up very quickly, and now Wright's going to keep it right up the middle. He's got some yardage out to midfield, 
Gain of about eight on the play. They went no huddle and tried to catch the Lions asleep, and they did. Yeah, they're trying to move it a little bit quicker. They had Gibbs, nice catch and throw with Gibson on the third down conversion, and right again moves up quickly, picks up five or six yards, and Franklin's trying to slow it down a little bit now. But they're going to try to keep it balanced, keep it up and down pace, keep the Lions' defense on their heels. Second and two, Cora to the right. And he gets the handoff up the middle. He's got the first down, and he breaks into the clear to the 35-30. Got lost the fumble. It's a bliss on the field, and now Cora got it back at the 32-yard line. Almost an unbelievable play by number four, Devin Donaworth. He was able to chase Cora down as he got open in the middle of the field through a hole. Almost looked like he was going to break down for a touchdown, and Donaworth pops it out up in the air. Just unfortunate Franklin was able to land on it. So it's first and ten at the Lions' 32-yard line. Coming out wide to the left is McKinney. Cora still in the ball game to the right of White. Of right, excuse me, and he hands, gets the handoff. And Cora lost the handle again, but got it back, and he's got it at the 25-yard line. Oh, it looked like he may have juggled that ball a little bit. Gain of about eight at second and a one-two. And now he's going to come out of the ball game. And coming back in is Thompson. You can see Franklin just going to put the ball on the ground. They believe in right Thompson and Cora to drive him down the field. And obviously, you still have Gibson on the outside. Going out wide to the right-hand side is Muller. Handoff goes to Thompson. Thompson hit right at the line of scrimmage and dropped by Fisher. Good job by Fisher coming from the linebacker position to push this to a third and short. Third down, call it three yards to go for a Franklin first down. Clock continues to roll at nine and a half left to go in the third quarter. 14-14. Lions scored two TDs to go up 14 zip, but Franklin has come back to tie it up. Man in motion to the far side for Franklin. And fake handoff. Wright's going to keep it. He's going to dive forward. Doesn't get the first down. Speakman blew it up. And Finn came in and finished off the tackle right at the line of scrimmage. It's fourth and three. And Franklin will bring in the field goal unit. Positive stop right there for the defense. Speakman comes down from the safety position and tackles right short of the first down. So it will be coming in to attempt the field goal will be Derek Baden. Baden from St. John, Indiana. He's number 40. Ball on the near hash mark. Ball at the 32, so it'll be a 42-yard kick. Baden, right-footed kicker. Low snap. Gibson gets it down. Kick is up, and it is wide left. No good. Yeah, had, had trouble with the snap. 8.34 left to go in the third. We are knotted up at 14 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Life should be enjoyed. So get up and start. At Iron Sharpens Iron Personal Training, they develop a healthy relationship with you and provide a positive, encouraging environment to train. The staff at Iron Sharpens Iron will set up a personal training system that fits you and you alone. And your first session is free. Are you ready to have fun and get in shape? Iron Sharpens Iron serves the greater Cincinnati area. Check them out at isi-pt.com. That's isi-pt.com. Or call them today at 513-748-1538. While you're away, Prather threw a completion to Chandler Kinhalt on first and 10 from the 25 out to the 33-yard line. Eight yards on the completion. Second and two. Yeah, as you were saying, a little bobble. And Gibson managed to get the hold down on that field goal attempt, but... 
Baden could not kick it through. Prather on second and two throws out. Same play to Kinhall. Kinhall at the 35-yard line has the first down. Three yards on the reception and a first down for the Lions. Yeah, it looks like that was Jake Ayler on the pass and catch with Prather along to get the first down and get the chains moving. So it's first and ten from the just outside the 35-yard line. Prather taking a long time. There's a congregation on the sideline for the Lions that are signaling in the play, and only Prather knows who has actually got the right call. First and ten, Prather looks to his left. He's going to throw it out, and that is bounced into the arms of Chandler Kinhold incomplete. Looks like it was tipped at the line of scrimmage once again. Those are several passes that are getting tipped at the line of scrimmage by the Franklin defensive line. Which is kind of shocking because Prather is not a small man in stature. He's 6'3", about 200 pounds. And he comes over the top with the throw, but second down 10, all at the 35-yard line. Receivers out wide. Boy, Franklin looked to jump and no call and throw over the middle. Complete at the 48-yard line. Gain of 12 and a first down to Chandler Kenhalt. Nice way to pick up the blitz by Mariona McKenzie. He's able to give Prather enough time to find Kenhalt over the middle for the first down. 7.20 to go in this third quarter. We're knotted up at 14. Prather the quarterback. Josh Taylor is going to be out for the next couple of weeks at least. Mariano McKenzie in the backfield. Out of the pistol, fake handoff, throw out to the left, complete to Kenhall. Stutter step inside to the 45, to the 40-yard line, 12 yards on the completion, and another first down for the Lions. And they've got that same play that they've run about three times in a row now, Chris. Yeah, it's just Prather getting out of his hands real quick to the playmaker and Chandler uh, Kenhall. He's able to make a man miss, get a first down, and we're moving the chains. First and ten, ball at the 40-yard line in Franklin territory. Kenhall out to the near side. Tight end right is Hayden Bell. Brock and Newton are out wide to the left-hand side. Mo McKenzie to the left of Prather. Ball in the near hash mark. Fake handoff. Steps up into the pocket. Now rolls out of the pocket. Got a lot of green to the 35, to the 30, and he'll slide down. They'll mark him down at about the 31-yard line. So a gain of nine on the play. Great play by Prather. Nothing open downfield. Take it. Run what they give you. Slide. Get the nine yards. Move on to the next play. Cam York in. Kinholt out. 6-10 running. Left to go in this third quarter. We are knotted up at 14. Tied in right, Hayden Bell. Receivers out wide on both sides. York out wide to the right. Snap, fake handoff. Prather throws out to the left. Complete to Joey Newton and runs out of bounds. At the 23, it's another first down for the Lions. Seven yards on the completion. Really moving the football on this drive, finding different people. That one's number two, Joey Newton on the outside for the pitch and catch. Scoreboard says nice play, and that was a nice catch by Joey Newton. Not as nice as the one he had last week, but still, very good catch by Newton. He's out wide to the left-hand side. Bell tight end right. All in the far hash mark. Prather fake handoff. Looks over the middle. Now rolls out to the left. Squares his shoulders, and he's just going to throw it away and incomplete. Smart play. You could, you could show Prather's getting better and better as the game goes on. Uh, he's not taking the sack right there, throwing it out of bounds. Okay, we're still got second and ten moving. We're in the, you know, we're almost into the red zone area and just being smart with the football. Prather 23 of 42 in the ball game. 233 yards passing. He's been sacked twice. 
but he's also unloaded the ball and eliminated a couple of sacks. Dropping back, Prather now rolls out as Franklin blitzed. Now he rolls out to the right, got some green, cuts it to the 20, and he'll skip out of bounds inside the 20 at the 18-yard line. Six yards on the carry. And that'll bring a third down at about four. Ball resting at the 18-yard line in Franklin territory. Here was the question I had. At the end of the first half, did you classify that as a red zone trip when they scored the touchdown but then got knocked out by the penalty? It's interesting how that could be statted. I agree. Five minutes to go. Prather looks into the right corner of the end zone. He's got Ken Hall. He dies. Caught the ball. Came down with it. And it's a touchdown for the mount. Unbelievable catch by Ken Hall. Great ball by Prather. To top off a great drive as the Lions take the lead. What a throw and what a catch. Unbelievable. Ken Halt in the back of the end zone was able to dive and catch that for the end zone touchdown pass by Prather. And Kyle Farfsing will come in to attempt the extra point. Lions have jumped on top with 4.56 remaining in the third, 20-14. to 14. Good snap. Ruckerson gets it down, kick is up, and it is good. 4.56 remaining in the third. It's the Mount 21, Franklin 14 on Ultimate Sports Talk. Where are you headed? Where would you like to go? New heights, right? That's why you're going to college in the first place. At Mount St. Joseph University, we integrate academic excellence, real-world experience, and individual attention so that you can go further than you ever thought possible. In fact, over 96% of our graduates over the past three years were employed or pursuing graduate studies within six months of graduation. Are you ready to climb higher? Begin your ascent at msj.edu. Real estate investors, it's time lenders make it easy on you. And we have at Cover 3, affiliated with the Mortgage Network. This past year has been tough on investors, but we don't care. Try the no-income verification loan to purchase or refi your properties, owner or non-owner occupied. We only want leases, application, and a couple of other documents. And that gets you into the 4 to 5% range. Minimum credit score needed is 620. Contact Cover 3 today to get pre-approved. 312-248-43. Well, a great touchdown pass and catch by Tyler Prather and Chandler Kinhold has given the Lions a seven-point lead. Kyle Farfsing will kick it off, and it'll be taken in by the up-back, Derek Thompson, and he's going to get hit and drop right at the 20-yard line, maybe about the 21. And there's some scuffling going on. At about the 35-yard line. That's been going on all day long. And nothing, no flags littering the field, so we just continue to play along. 4.50 to go. Next week, Manchester, right back here at Schuler Field. Lions lead this one, though, 21-14. Right the quarterback. And he has got Cora in the backfield right beside him. Receivers out wide on both sides. is going to get the handoff. Cuts it right behind the center. Out to about the 21, maybe the 22-yard line. They'll give him about a gain of a yard. Yeah, Cora nine, eight rushes for about 46 yards. Trying to get him involved a little bit more here in the second half. These guys have been a two-headed monster, Cora and Thompson, all year long. And they continue that way today. 425 and running. Second down, nine yards to go. Lions showing some press defense now. Maybe a blitz from the outside. 
Play clock down to 15, so still plenty of time for Franklin as Wright looks over to the sideline. And fake handoff. Wright looks over the middle, can't find anyone. Now he throws it upfield, tries to get it to his intended receiver, Dylan McKinney, and he was well covered on the play by Starks. Starks on the near side of the field next to us is one-on-one down here at the bottom. Like you said, he was playing press coverage and was step-to-step. Great defense. You know, it's interesting, and I don't want to jinx anything, but Gibson's got six catches today, but he's been relatively quiet. Yeah, we've kept him in a good spot. Outside of the big 70-yard pass from right to Muller, I mean, really, there's not been explosive plays. Yeah. 4.04 left to go. Clock stops on the incompletion. Now right on third and nine. He's going to cut it up the middle. Now roll to the right. Throws it up the right side, and it is complete to a wide-open receiver, Pope, at the 46-yard line. Nice reception, 24 yards and a first down. Big third down. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. The official... Through his hat, which usually means the receiver is out of bounds, and they're going to discuss it. And it's incomplete. He stepped out of bounds. I saw the official go down there with no hat, and normally when they throw that hat, it means the receiver was out of bounds and is ineligible. Lions catch a break right there. That was a big third down conversion, and Franklin's going to have to punt the football. So 3.56 remaining, and Franklin will kick it away. Boswell today has had three punts, averaging about 30 yards a kick. And he'll be kicking this one away from his 22. Back set to return Troy Speakman, and now the line judge comes in, and the Lions want to use a timeout, so we will also. 3.56 left to go. In this third quarter, your score of the Mount 21, Franklin 14 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Doha Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community. Open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. Well, the Lions did not have enough men on the field, so they had to use one of their three timeouts. They'll have two left. Boswell will kick it away from about his own 22. Good snap. Gets it away. High spinner that Speakman has to backpedal. It's going to hit it about the 25, take a mount bounce, and it'll be down at the 26-yard line. That's going to be a 48-yard punt. Heck nice of a punt. punt. Yeah. <laughs> he had Speakman turning and running. I mean, really good punt. Way to flip the field if you're Franklin. Have a score update inside the Mount. Mount women's soccer traveled to Anderson today and tied one to one. Actually went to double overtime and was able to get a tie. The men's will get ready to get kicked off. Now let's see if we can get you some Heartland scores. 18 to seven. Bluffton leading Anderson just entering the third quarter and Manchester 19 to nothing over Defiance in the third quarter of play. Try to get a Rose score. That pass thrown out to Mariano McKenzie on the left hand side complete at the 28-yard line. 7-7 in the second quarter of play. Rose and Hanover still knotted up. 21-14, Mount on top of it, three and a half and running. 
Prather on second down, nine yards to go. How are you? And Prather looks out to the left-hand side, and that is incomplete. Threw it behind Kinholt near the left sideline. That was good coverage on the play. Number 11, Cam Levers for Franklin. Good coverage one-on-one with Kinholt. 3.15 and stopped. It'll be third down, nine yards to go from the 27, make it the 28-yard line in Mount Territory. Prather, play clock, still plenty of time, 18 on that. Ken Holt and Ayler are out to the right-hand side. Brock and Newton to the left-hand side. Dropping back Prather under heavy rush. He's going to be hit, spun away from a tackle, gets down. He got grabbed by the face mask, clears the flag, and he's brought down at the 17-yard line. But the face mask will give the Lions a first down. It's going to be called on Dante Darden on the face mask. The Lions catch a break right there. It was going to be a long sack. Get him up better the face mask, and it's going to move it to a first down. So third down, nine yards to go, and a sack turns into first down. For the Lions. <laughs> and we've got timeout on the field for an injured Lion. That is Sam Martin, who's our pregame guest today. He's got a cramp. And coming into the ball game to take his place at the left tackle spot is Alex Peeler. Peeler, a 6'1", 245-pounder from Knoxville, Tennessee. What a big penalty right there. I mean, that sack was going to be near the 15-yard line. Now the Mount start next play almost to the 45-yard line. That is what bit the Lions last week against Bluffton, although they overcame them. And now it's done the same thing to Franklin here today. First and 10 from the 43, and a throw by Prather. He just threw that away over the head of Joey Newton incomplete. Some of the stats that I'm just looking at, Prather, 25 of 46 for 252 yards. You've got Ken Halt with seven catches for 75 yards. You've got Brock with four catches for 54 yards. Joey Newton with four catches for 53 yards. Really sharing the wealth out there. Yeah, at one point he had eight receivers, and that's still the case here today that had caught passes. What was the call, Chris? I'm not sure what the call was. It was a late flag. Yeah, a late flag and a five-yard penalty. Are they calling intentional grounding? Instead of loss of downs over the PA system. Well, there was a receiver out in the area. But they called intentional grounding, evidently, and that pass complete over the play to Joey Newton to the 45 into Franklin territory and down at the 42, making the 41-yard line first down. Nice job to erase that penalty right there. Prather finds Newton over in the inside post route on the middle of the field. Big first down on the long second and 15. That's the gun that Prather's got. He's confident, man. He stays in that pocket. If he gets time, he can sling it around. He is tough. First and ten from the 42 of Franklin. Mariano McKenzie in the backfield. And dropping back, Prather. Prather steps up. Now rolls to the left. He's got a lot of room to the 35, 30, 25, and he'll skip out of bounds at the 23-yard line. 
Great decision by Prather. He continues to be smart with the ball in his hands. Nothing downfield. Okay, I'm going to tuck it and run it and get a first down. 16 yards on the carry by Prather. He's got eight carries this afternoon for 41 yards. Make it nine carries, 41 yards. A minute 53 and running left to go. Lions leading at 21-14 but driving. At the 25 of Franklin. Prather drops back, looks up, throws the flay, fade into the end zone to Newton. Touchdown! What a pass! Great touch on the pass to Prather to Newton for another touchdown for Tyler Prather. He threw that right over the shoulders of the quarterback, Wyatt Carmack, and dropped right into the arms of Newton for the score. Perfect touch. 141 left to go in the third, and the Lions lead it 27 to 14. What a pass. This kid is the real deal. That gives him four touchdowns on the day. Lions have to hustle a lineman in to attempt this extra point. A minute 41 remaining. Good snap. Kick up. And the kick is good. 141 remaining officially in this third quarter. Your score. It's the Mount 28, Franklin 14 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Do you want to grow as a leader? Mount St. Joseph University offers a flexible master's degree in organizational leadership. Classes meet about one Saturday a month. Climb higher and become the leader you were meant to be. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash msol. Chris, you couldn't ask for any better pass. Unbelievable. The kid is, I mean, his his accuracy has been great. He's had great touch on the ball. Three touchdown passes to three different receivers in a rushing touchdown. Prather's almost got 300 yards throwing on the ball game. I said it in the pregame show he was going to have a day, and he's showing it right now. Yep. Prather right now 27 of 48 passing for 293 yards, three touchdowns. No interceptions. The kid's been outstanding. Been smart with the football. Smart decision. Yep. 141, back set to return. Thompson and Gibson. Farfsing will kick it off from his own 35, and it is a short end-over-end kick that's going to hit at about the 20. Bounce in the air. Gibson will grab it at the 18, take it across the 20, out to the 25-yard line. 137 left to go, and that's where Franklin will start, first and 10 from their own 25. Be interested to see if Franklin tries to get the ball into Gibson's hands. We talked about how good the defense has been with kind of keeping him bottled up. Now down two scores. Late in this third quarter, do they continue to do this rushing attack, or do they try to get Gibson involved a little bit more offensively? That was a great drive by the Lions. 25-yard touchdown pass, and the Lions lead it. Right back on a quarterback, and he has got Thompson, and Wright's going to keep it around the left-hand side, and he'll be hit and brought down. Outside the 25 to about the 29-yard line by Fisher and Speakman. Noah Hammond in on the play as well. Defense has been pretty active sideline to sideline today. They have really done a nice job. Noah Abel onto the ball game now for the Lions. And in at that left cornerback position is Mason Owens from Tennessee. Minute five left to go. Dropping back right. Right on second and six. Throws over the middle. Complete on the play to Gibson at the 40, 45, 50, and he's going to be run out of bounds. 
across midfield by Troy Speakman at the 47-yard line. Biggest play on the day right there for Gibson just coming on a drag route. He had Anthony Wright on him. He beat him one-on-one. Give it to Gibson, catches it, gets a couple more yards for a first down. So a big play there, and that's first and ten. Wright's going to keep it himself up the middle, and he'll take it inside the 45 down to the 43-yard line. That's a gain of five. Wright's tough. He runs hard yep. with the ball in his hands. He, he gives him a little bit of a different look, pass. He can also run. That puts him up into 70 yards rushing on that on that rush right there for four or five yards. He's a tough kid, seven and white. It's curious if Andrews got hurt or if it was just a coach's decision to pull him out. But after one series, and Wright was in the ballgame. Handoff goes to Thompson. Thompson picks up the first down to the 36-yard line of the mount, six yards on the carry. Franklin putting together a nice drive right here, trying to stay in this ball game, down two scores late in the third quarter. And that'll do it for things here at Schuler Field here in the third quarter of play. So as we head to the final 15 minutes of action, the Mount with two touchdowns in the third quarter, and Prather looks like the real thing. Your score, the Mount 28, Franklin 14 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. I was in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean when it happened. There was a sudden jolt, and our submarine crashed on the seafloor. We were in total darkness. That's Dr. Dejana Figuerella, a marine biologist and STEM teacher, talking about a deep sea dive she'll never forget. It's funny. When I was a kid, I was afraid of the ocean. And there I was, two miles below the surface. But as a scientist, you prepare for that. Using our training and a little creativity, we fixed the sub and finished our experiments. The dive was just too important. Every dive gives us glimpses at things few people ever get to see. Blowing creatures, fiery undersea volcanoes. When we got back to the surface, I kissed the ground and called my mom, of course. But you know what? I wouldn't trade that dive for anything. Dr. Figueroa uses her passion for STEM to discover new things and make the world a better place. She can STEM, so can you. Check out She Can STEM for more stories and inspiration. A message from the Ad Council. Well, the universal theme song of every college football's end of the third quarter. (laughs) Neil Diamond, Sweet Caroline. First and ten for Franklin. At the 35-yard line of the mount, they throw it out into the right flat, complete to Cora. Cora hit right at the line of scrimmage, but puts his head down and dives forward to about the 31-yard line. That's a gain of five. Just looking down to the line sideline right now, Prather and Josh Taylor just having a pretty good conversation, and they've been communicating pretty much all day long, so it's good to see Josh Taylor become the big cheerleader for Prather in a moment like this today. Absolutely. Second down, five yards to go from the 31 of the mount. Right, going from left to right. He's going to throw it out on the left-hand side. Complete to Gibson. Got a block, but Donaworth grabbed him by the shirt, nap of the shirt, and just brought him right down after about a four-yard gain. He's still shy of the first down. Well, I think he is, if the official continues to roll the ball around. Looks like they're going to give him the first down. They gave him the first down. He rolled that ball a good yard until it finally ended up in front of the sticks, and then that's where he placed it. Wright got it out quick to Gibson, and Gibson took two defenders with him, dragging it almost to the first down. So they gave it to him for Franklin. So it's a first and ten for Franklin at the 26-yard line of the mount. And the handoff goes to Cora around the right side, and he is knocked down right at the 20. Devin Donaworth came down and put a big hit on on Cora right there on on the play. That's about a seven-yard gain for Cora, and it's second and three. 
13-49 left to go. Pode goes out wide to the left-hand side. So does Gibson. Fake handoff right, rolling out to the right. He's going to be hit, dropped right at the 20. Great play, 46 for the Mount. That's the second sack of the afternoon. Hayden McMullen came up with a big-time play right there for the defense. 13-18 left to go, third down, three yards to go. Lions here in the fourth quarter lead at 28-14. Right, fake handoff. He's going to keep it himself, and it's a good thing because he dove forward and picked up close to the first down. They're going to mark him just shy, I think, at about the 17-yard line. He needed to get inside the 17, and he's down at about the 18. Boy, if he would have given it to Cora, Cora got blown up in the backfield. So it's fourth down, two yards to go. Here we go. Movement on the defensive line by the Lions. But there was also movement by Franklin. So let's see what they'll call, who will be in the neutral zone first. Looked like the Lions were in the neutral zone first, Chris, and that drew, and it will be. So the Lions jump offsides, gives Franklin the first down. Yeah, fourth and two right there, just jumped on the defensive line, was able to give Franklin the first down and keep their, keep this drive alive. So, that'll take it down to the 13 yard line of the mound. First and 10, 12.37 remaining. Franklin trying to draw within a touchdown. And the handoff to Cora right up the middle, skips around a tackle and gets down to the 10. If you're Franklin right here, you gotta get seven, down two scores. Clock's ticking about 12 minutes left in the game. Definitely looking for seven right here if you're the Grizzlies. And they've also got all three of their timeouts left. Second down. They can still get a first down inside the three. Right with Cora to the right of him. Hand off to Cora. Skips down to about the six yard line. They'll spot him down, I guess, at about the seven. So that's a gain of three, and it brings up third and four. 22, Jonathan Finn on the tackle for the Lions. What a game this one's been. Ohio State defeated Maryland today 66-17. to 11.40 and running, third down four. Right, fake handoff, looks into the end zone, backpedals, throws it near the end zone, and it is incomplete. Intercepted! Donaworth came in and intercepted the ball, took it right away from Gibson, and the Lions turned the Franklin Grizz back. What a game Devin Donaworth had today. Absolutely. Looked like both him and the receiver dove to just bat the ball away, and they came up with Donaworth coming up with the interception on a big-time play once again for this Lions defense. Three interceptions on the day. Three today. Boy, they have come up big. Tip your cap to Rick Thompson, defensive coordinator, and the way that this defense has played today. Outstanding. 11-29, Lions have the ball back at about their own five-yard line. They lead it by two touchdowns. Hand off to McKenzie. Breaks into clear across the 10. Out near the 15-yard line. He's got about 10 yards on the carry, and he's near a first down. Nice job, McKenzie. Run tough out of that end zone. Get us, yeah. get us up to about the 15-yard line. He's just shy of a first down by about a yard. Unbelievable effort by this defense today. Yep. Big play after big play. 
McKenzie out of the pistol behind Prather. Hand off to McKenzie, and McKenzie struggles forward. He's going to be shy of the first down. Well, they'll say he got the first down. His forward progress took him across the 15. So a gain of a yard for Moe and a first down for the Lions. McKenzie, 10 carries today, 44 yards, but none came more tough than that one. First down for the Lions. Boy, the Lions could use like a four- or five-minute drive here. Yeah, just be patient here. You're up two scores. Clock's ticking almost down to ten minutes. No need to rush right here. McKenzie in the backfield. To the right of Prather. Receivers out wide. Ken Hall to the near side. Hand off to McKenzie around the left-hand side. Breaks the tackle, and he's out to about the 19-yard line. That's a four-yard gain. Hey, you'll take three or four yards every down. Yeah, positive yards, clock's ticking. We're in a good spot right here. Powell in a tight end. Prather taking his time. Devin Donawar, two interceptions today. He's been outstanding today. He has been. 9.50 and running left to go in this ballgame. Lions lead at 28-14. Prather, handoff McKenzie, right up the middle, across the 20, out to about the 22-yard line. So another gain of three yards for Big Mo. Positive yards for McKenzie. Hanover has taken a 14-7 lead with 12-31 left to go in the third over Rose. Bluffton 25, Anderson 7. And Defiance down 22 nothing to Manchester, who comes here next week. The Lions are looking to go to 2-0 and in the conference. Franklin 0-1 after the loss to Manchester. Tight end right, Powell. Lines up right behind the right tackle for the Lions, Colin Candra. And fake handoff, keeping it himself, is the quarterback Prather. He spins and gets it out to about the 23-yard line. That's going to bring up fourth down, and it'll be punting time for the Lions. It's on fourth and a yard. Yeah, Prather on the quarterback keeper, tried to get the first down, tried to spin. Just unfortunate, yard short, but not a bad drive right there. Couple run plays, ran a couple clock. You're going to get it down to under eight minutes here with Franklin getting the ball back. Hopefully Murray can flip the field. So Murray will punt it away from his own 24-yard line. And back set to return is Gibson. And you know what Gibson's got on his mind right now. Good snap. Murray gets it away. High hanger. That'll hit at 40. And Noah Abel is going to just surround the football and down it at about the 31-yard line. Make it the 32. So that'll be a 45-yard kick. Smart kick by Murray. He kicks it away from Gibson. And uh, Franklin will start about the 31-yard line, down two scores, eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Hey, all the Lions did there was just flip the field position, and that was a good thing. Yeah, I don't mind that drive right there. You run the ball with McKenzie a little bit. Prather gets a couple. You, you eat about two or three minutes of clock. Now you put the pressure back on Franklin, looking to go get seven to split the difference on this lead. Why, Franklin, you'd think they've got to start going to the air here, that they hand it off up the middle to Cora. Now off the left side, and Cora's going to get hit for about a yard loss, Chris. Had a bounce attack so far between Franklin, 157 yards on the ground, 158 in the air. Only one big explosive play by the Lions defense, and then obviously several turnovers, three interceptions. The Lions defense is coming up big time and time again. That was Thompson, the running back, and he's still in. 
Lost a yard, dropping back his right, looking over the middle. No rush at all. Now he's going to throw it up the left side, and it is incomplete. Tried to go to Muller, but he was guarded there by Donaworth. And Wright just led him too far. 7.37 remaining, and it's third and 11. It would be nice for the Lions to get off the field here on the third and 11. Maybe get the ball back offensively, run a little bit more clock. Got a heck of a game going on over there at Rose. Rose and Hanover. You said it was 14 to 7? 14 to 7. That's one to keep an eye on. Hanover on top of it. Hanover expected to win the conference this year. Right on third and 11. Drops back. No rush. Now cuts it up the middle. Now he's going to be hit. And he's going to be brought down on the play by Noah Hammond and also Matt Breedis. Nice job by that defensive line. Big time. Once again, defense on a third down. Gets off the field. Brady Buller was also in on that tackle. And right is down in the backfield after that tackle. And he is not getting up. Boy, he took a smack right in the solar plexus, it looked like, by Brady Buller. So there's a timeout on the field. We'll take one also. 7.23 left to go in this ball game. It's the Mount 28, Franklin 14 on Ultimate Sports Talk. For more than a century, Mount St. Joseph University has prepared nursing leaders who serve their patients with the heart of a lion. With flexible undergraduate and graduate programs, the Mount will help you climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash nursing. Medical care for your child is important, and your choice in doctors should be well thought out and have your complete confidence. Mount St. Joseph alum Dr. Libby Spies is one of you. She's from Cincinnati and practices here. Dr. Spies understands what's important to parents when it comes to their child's well-being. She treasures her patients, watching them grow, and forging relationships with the families. And she's accepting new patients. Call for an appointment today at 513-246-8900. Dr. Libby Spies. Official Investigations and Security Services in Cincinnati is your official provider of investigative surveillance and process servicing, uniformed, armed, and unarmed security services, executive protection, and bodyguard services. Official Investigation and Security Services is not only licensed in the tri-state area, but also Georgia, Tennessee, Michigan, West Virginia, and Texas. Not only private investigation services, but also mobile notary public services and more. Call Official Investigation and Security Services in Cincinnati, 844-263-3424. Well, a good sign. Wright is up and walking off himself. But as you said, Chris, he took a shot. I hope he's okay. He definitely took a shot on the sack play. He's up and walking off the field on his own power, so that's definitely good to see. Got a score coming up at the end of this play. High snap. But Boswell will get it off on the punt. It will be taken in by Speakman at the 43. Cuts to the near side. 45-40. Flag down on the play. Speakman's going to take it back to the 20. And he's going to fall down inside the 10 at about the 8. But there's a flag thrown all the way back at the 43-yard line. And I think Starks is telling everybody it's on them. If that is the case, the Lions will have it first and ten, first and goal inside the eight. There's a penalty marker on the play. It's going to be a block in the back against the mount. Good call right there on the replay. Had a block in the back near midfield on the Lions. So with 6.59 left to go in the game, it is a 28-14 mount lead, but... 
we got a shootout going out Oklahoma and Texas. Oklahoma's came all the way back to take a lead, 48-41, four minutes to go, and Ole Miss is going to knock off Arkansas 52-45 in two shootouts in the Division One level. Jeez. And Cincinnati had a big win last night. Of course, all the games tonight. Yeah, a lot of, lot of things happening. Georgia playing Auburn this afternoon. Kentucky hosts LSU Saturday night. The Bengals are at home tomorrow against the Packers. Browns are out on the West Coast against the Chargers. And the Mount, they're going to throw the fade up the field to Joey Newton. Complete at the 40, and he's going to be brought down inside the 40 at the 35-yard line. Caught everybody sleeping. We're thinking we're going to run the football here, run some clock. They have Joey Newton one-on-one on the near side. Prather throws a great ball. Newton goes up and makes a catch. Prather to Newton once again. Chris, the accuracy that Prather has shown. I like the t- his touch. He's yes. had, like you mentioned in the pregame, throws a pretty ball, tight spiral, and the wide receivers are continue to make plays for Tyler Prather. Easy to catch ball. York is out wide to the right hand side, Newton to the left. Ari Turner's in the ball game. Now rolling to his right as Prather throws it over to Cam York, and York gets hit and brought down, but the ball went over his head incomplete. Prather under a little bit of pressure there, just threw it a little bit high for York. He's not, I mean, it's hard to say this, but he's not speedy like Taylor. He's a different type of quarterback than Taylor is. He doesn't get away. He doesn't elude the rush well, but he knows he's got that internal clock. He knows when to get rid of the football. Yeah, he's been smart with the football all day. No turnovers. He's thrown the ball away when he needs to. And uh, I thought he's been really smart. And just managing the football game. Yes. Second down 10 from the Franklin 35. Prather drops back, steps up, throws over the middle. He's got a receiver, and it is intercepted. Intercepted on the play by Franklin's defensive back, Evan Stambaugh. Yeah, that ball was just kind of left his hands a little high, floated over the middle of the field, and Franklin was able, right on cue, as we were talking about, just managing the football game. Six minutes to go, yep. up two scores. And now you leave it into the hands of your defense, but they've got it first and ten at their own 11-yard line for the Grizz. So Franklin with the football. They send Dylan McKinney out to the left-hand side. Gibson is slot left. In the backfield now is Cora, and back into the ball game is Dean Andrews. Andrews, a quarterback, steps up, sidearms it, and the throw is completed about the 12-yard line to Gibson, and he got leveled as soon as he caught it. They're going to say right at the 12, only a yard completion. Nice coverage, Fish and Finn both on the tackle and the coverage. Tough spot for Dan Andrews right here. You've been sitting most of the game. Now you need to come in and lead us down the field for a touchdown. Cora out of the backfield. Now the throw to the left-hand side. That's complete on the play to McKinney. And McKinney is going to be brought down for a loss back to the 8-yard line. Once again, 22, Jonathan Finn on the play. Boy, the Lions defense here today has been outstanding. You take away the two drives for touchdowns and tell you what, this this team has just played outstanding. Yeah, the defense is flying all over the place, creating turnovers. They're ranked second in the conference, so doing a really good job. Rick Thompson, defensive coordinator. Third down, 13 yards to go from the eight. Dropping back, Andrews steps up. He's going to throw it out to the left-hand side, and it is incomplete to McKinney. In coverage with Starks. 
And it's fourth down 13, and they will punt it away. It's like a broken record. The defense, once again, mistake right there by Prather, but no worries because he knows the defense has his back. They go out, get a three and out. Franklin's going to put the football. The Lions are going to have great field position. About five minutes left in this game, up two scores. Boswell is going to end up punting the football from about the middle of his own end zone. Speakman is back at about the 40-yard line in Franklin territory. It is a good snap. Boswell will get it away, and he gets away a good punt that Speakman is going to let hit at the 45. It'll take a sideways bounce and be downed at the 42-yard line for a 40-yard punt. Nice job by Boswell. He's had a couple good punts today for Franklin, and uh, while we got a second here, I wanted to give a shout-out to the women's volleyball team for the mount yesterday. Hard-fought battle, won a 3-2 to two set over Anderson, big conference win. Uh, me and Coach Morris on the softball team were actually in attendance in the game, and the atmosphere was great, and... Uh, just a good finish. I know you watched a little bit of it last night. That so was fun to watch. Congratulations to the women's volleyball team on a nice win over Anderson last night. Hanover now over Rose Holman. Seven, uh, nine minutes to go in the third quarter, 21-7. Prather, handoff up the middle, goes to Mariano McKenzie. Flag on the play. Yep. And it looks like Ari Turner in on the ball, in the carry right there, Dave. That was Turner. And it will be, looks to be like a hold. And it will be a hold against the Lions. They yeah. stopped Turner for about a two-yard gain, so the question is, do they want to take the play? They're going to decline it. Alan Henzel, second-year coach at Franklin, declines the penalty, which is probably a smart move. The, the down right now is more important. Especially with the time left, 4.45 and running, and the Lions are going to take as much time as they can. Play clock now down to 12. Second down, eight yards to go from the 43. In Mount Territory, Prather with Turner in the backfield. Fake handoff, Prather rolls out to the right, heavy rush. He's going to stop, throw, and tried to go to Newton, and it was incomplete, and a flag is going to be thrown. And what... Looked like good coverage out there, to be honest with you, Chris. I thought the same thing, but the flag came in right at... By Cam Levers. And I believe it is going to be pass interference called against Franklin. It's holding. Against Cam Levers. I thought that play was cleaner than the one in the first quarter where they grabbed a hold of Hunley's jersey. I agree, but we're not going to complain. That was a second and eight. We'll take the... Take the hold, and but I, I agree. I thought it was clean. So 4:23 left to go in the ball game. It'll be a holding penalty, and that will come with it an automatic first down. It'll take it down inside Franklin territory at the 47-yard line. You got to think it's time to turn and hand the ball off to McKenzie right here. He's back in the ball game at running back. Tight end right is Powell. And the handoff goes to McKenzie behind left tackle. Breaks a tackle inside the 45. Spins forward to the 41-yard line. That's a gain of seven. McKenzie always gets positive yards. That's 13 carries on the day. 67 yards for Mo McKenzie, the junior from Apollo High School. He's had a heck of a day today. Physical runner, 
helps on the pass protection, always gets positive yards. He's close to breaking a couple today. If he gets out on the outside, he's got yep. the speed. Prather on second and three. Again, the handoff to McKenzie off the left side. Struggles forward inside the 40 to the 39. That's a gain of a couple, and it will be third down. And about two yards to go for a first down for the mount. Smart job, Caleb Carell. Just eating some clock here, down to three minutes. The Lions hold a lead, 28-14. to 14. Turn and hand the ball off to McKenzie. See what they decide to do here. If they were going to put the ball in the air and stop the clock if it's incomplete or if they will just run the football and try to pick up the first down. Lions have 323 passing yards on the day. Unbelievable. Freshman quarterback, yep. Tyler Prather. And he has spread it around. We've said eight different receivers today. Third and two, Prather's going to throw. Throws it out to the sideline, complete to Joey Newton at the 37-yard line, and he has got the first down. That should just about do it, Dave. We're under three minutes here, and the Lions will move slowly offensively, probably run the ball a couple more times. Pray through to Newton. We've said it a lot today. Pray through to every wide receiver that the Lions have. He's found everybody on the target. Well, the Lions, after losing nine in a row to the Grizz, now won two in a row, and if they hold on to this lead, it'll be three in a row. 2.20 to go in the ballgame. Lions up by two TDs. McKenzie to the right of Prather. He's going to drop back. He's going to look over the middle. Complete on the play to Austin Brock. Inside the 30. And a flag comes in at the very end. And I think Brock has been knocked silly. He's down at about the 26-yard line. And I think they're going to have a spearing penalty against Franklin. Brock is up. And he's walking off. But Austin, I'm not sure... He knows what day it is right now as he takes his helmet off. And the officials are going to converge, and let's see what the call is. Personal foul, targeting 37 defense. It is. I'm going to call targeting on 37, Bo Hess, freshman. He's been ejected from the game. Well, most Division Three schools now, Chris, have the video. I mean, they could do what Division One is and go back and take a look at yeah, it. Yeah, you saw. In the, I watched the replay, and it's a good call by the refs right there. So he's out of the ball game, and that'll mark it down inside the 15 to the 13-yard line. First down, Lions. 2:05 to go. Brock is out of the ball game, obviously. Hopefully, that will not affect him for next week. And the clock starts. As we are at two minutes to go in this one. McKenzie to the right of Prather. Moving in motion, Kenhall to the far side. Bobbled snap, Prather hands it off to McKenzie inside the five, to the two, to the one, and he's down at about the two is where they'll spot him. Nice 11 yards. Run. Nice hard run by Mariona McKenzie. Almost got into the end zone. Puts it down to the one yard line. Actually, they're going to spot it at the two. Well, you would have loved to have seen McKenzie get 100 yards today, but that's almost impossible. He's had an outstanding day. He has. This Lions offense did not miss a beat going with the freshman quarterback. I agree, and, and like we said, you know, we've seen it on the sideline all game. Taylor's always been talking to Prather and his biggest cheerleader on the sideline. Yep. So, it is first down 10. 
from the two. Hand off McKenzie. McKenzie gets it down to about the one. Well, they're going to... They're saying he didn't get to the one. They're going to spot him at the three. So the loss of about a yard. And we're at the one-minute mark of this ballgame. Lions will go to three and two. First time this year that they will be above the 500 mark, an overall record. And they will be two and oh in conference play. Rose now is coming within a touchdown of Hanover. They're down 21-14. And the Lions head back up to the line of scrimmage. 34 seconds. And now we have got... Looks like the Lions are going to take a timeout. timeout. You mentioned McKenzie on the day. 16 carries, 80 yards, averaging 4.9 yards a carry. Just down physical... Runner, I love watching him run the football, and uh, the Lions are going to move to two and zero. Big win today over Franklin. Franklin will move to zero and two. We'll keep an eye on that Rose Hanover ball game. Yep. And, uh, we'll have Manchester here next week. Should be another big crowd for homecoming. Manchester is going to be two and zero coming into that game. I, I would love to see, and I'm going to look it up. But when the last time Manchester was two and zero in conference play? Yeah, I mean they'll be coming the two and zero teams, yep. and uh, it'll be a big game and homecoming. Like I said, big showing from the Lions crowd today. Expect them back again next Saturday. It's been it's been a fun day here for Delhi Day on campus. And next week's going to be even more fun. Hall of Fame induction. Yeah, Friday. on Friday night. I know the Mount softball team will have a bunch of family members and players in attendance, so uh, it'll be good to have everybody back out here next Saturday for a big game. like to see Mo take this one in. He deserves the touchdown. Handoff to McKenzie off the right side. He's going to be hit at the four and stopped right there, and that will probably do it, unless the Lions want to use another timeout. But I would think that they'll just let this thing run out, and that will probably do it for the end of this one, and it will be. Fans get up in unison as we hit eight seconds, seven seconds. Lions will win it here this afternoon by a final score of 28 to 14. They are now two and zero in conference play, three and two overall. Franklin drops to zero and two, and they are two and three overall on the season. With Chris Morris, I'm Dave Mitchell. We will be back to wrap things up here from Schuler Field in Cincinnati after these timeouts.